Cast Cup 2016 special, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. We don't do that in specials. <laughs> that we don't do in specials. Didn't I say that last time? Do we do that in specials? We've had this discussion before. I really don't know. It doesn't I, matter. We've started. Okay. I am Scott Prime, otherwise known as Lord Prime for this episode. Steve, a.k.a. Kilwaggy. And then we also have a special guest, Mr. Scott Hess himself. Scott Hess. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's your enough one? What's your... Uh, Kill Gannon. Kilgannon, yeah. It used to be like SCC17856R256. Well, I didn't know people actually use their real names. So, like when they go and they have like their NAF name on their shirts and shit. Why did you circle your head? I went. I was doing the back. Oh, okay. He wants a tattoo of his NAF name now on his head. If I win a Chaos Cup, I will tattoo my, my NAF name right on the back shoulders. That sounds like a horrible idea. I would not say agree to that. Oh, I would do that in a second. I, I just I just did it, so if I win a Chaos Cup, it's happening. Am I Kilowog or Kilowog 1? <laughs> Some people don't even know I don't know which way is worse. I think I'm Kilowog 1. I think you are too. Well, anyway, I just thought it was a login to the NAF website. It basically is. Yeah. It is. But I didn't know people actually used it, so when I found out and started going to tournaments, I changed it up. To kill Ganon. That's right. Because when you used to play Zelda, you liked to kill Ganon. It's actually the last name of a comic book character uh, from the Amory Wars for Coheed and Cambria, which is my favorite band. Awesome. So it has nothing to do with Rich Cannon, the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> no, I don't even Nothing has anything to ever do with Rich Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> even thought... Rich Cannon's wife has nothing to do with Rich Cannon. He also played for the Raiders, so. True. I just is thought he maybe. Broadcast now? I don't know. I don't have anything to do with Rich Cannon. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> All right, so it's we're here. New T-shirt, both down. We have nothing to <laughs> do, do with Rich, Rich Cannon. Cannon. <laughs> That's great. It's gonna be like the one celebrity that listens to this podcast. <laughs> He's sad now. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Screw you guys." Him in Adventure Time, but you know, we do have the Adventure Time guy. Yeah. All right, so does uh, a guy from Adventure Time listen to your podcast? Sure does. Really? Yeah. Obviously, you don't listen to. Previous episodes. I don't want to, I, I listen to some, don't want to out him, but, but I didn't you know. hear that that little tidbit. That's that's exciting. Did we talk about it on one of the episodes? I think I just posted on Facebook and Twitter about See, being I'm not super on excited. There's a guy who does the storyboards and writes for Adventure Time who listens to this. Oh. Does he come to tournaments? Do no. We, do we know him? He's in Canada. I think so he's going to pick. He's going to pick up the new box set. I think. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, Spoon. Spoon can stay in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to the further we'll adventures to... of Spoon when we get to Saturday night. God, that's a cartoon that needs to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be that's different just... characters every week and Spoon comes in and just rapes them? We should just have one for every Chaos Cup, last year's Adventures of Spoon. Yeah. <laughs> he has his own podcast. He can talk about it. <laughs> If it comes out. It won't. No. So the truth is here. <laughs> uh, did you go to Chaos Cup? Uh, yeah, I didn't do anything. Uh, move on. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to do what we do every year. We are going to break down our whole trip to Chaos Cup, including probably almost every meal we have. Because yeah. that's what we do. 
wasn't a whole lot excited. Well, okay, we'll get there. <laughs> so we actually went separately. Scott Hess drove up the day after we did. We went, got there early so that we could hang out with Chance and Drew on that Friday. So, and, I, and I'm an old man who doesn't like to take the whole day up there. Right. On the first day. Me too. I, I like doing the double day. Yeah. It's just. It's much nicer. Yeah. Doing that once on the way back is more than enough. Sure. I get that. So. So uh, we left, what, three o'clock? Yeah, I think so. Well, we got everything ready and we're on the road by four. Yeah. And we entered the monsoon. <laughs> Yeah, Oklahoma has now turned into some tropical world where every day about three or four it rains. And that day it rained like crazy. It was the hardest rain I've seen as an adult. Like, I might have seen stronger as a child, but it might have just been my child mind of, like, I can't understand. Could you see while you were driving, or is it just Uh, barely? Barely. It was really bad. Literally barely see the guy in front of you. Dang. And it was going like 30, 30 or 35 miles an hour. The key in that is just you got to keep going. You don't want to stop. There were so many people pulled off to the side, and I did not blame them. Don't yeah. do not stop in that because if you stop, the semi doesn't stop. Right, and they'll just keep coming. There so was they a, hit you while there was a couple 70. of semis pulled off. Yeah, oh, man. and that's right. when you know it's bad. Yeah, that, that's when you know it's rough. <laughs> and normally that situation, I just get behind a semi and go. Yeah, Oklahoma <laughs> weather for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it seemed to follow us pretty much the whole way up to Tulsa. <laughs> it, it sure did. Is what it felt like, and it threw us off probably about an hour to hour and a half. Um, Something like that. But what? We drove until... But I finally got the tag, the Pike Pass. Oh, tell everybody about it. After many years of saying we're going to get a Pike Pass, I got a Pike Pass. So we can just go through the tollways without having to stop. They work in in Texas too, don't they? Unfortunately, yes. (laughs) Unfortunately? Yeah. We're going to Austin and cruising down. Yeah, that's true. But I normally go to Dallas. And Dallas has a tollway that they don't charge for unless you're local, mm. and they can get my they can get off tags, but my tag is a citizen Potawatomi, so they never sent me a, like an amount, but now they'll just take it off automatically. So that sucks. Steve likes being an outlaw. Apparently, yeah. Well, is that because it's an Indian tag? You racist son of a bitch. Hey, Brownstone, text me the message that give to you. Oh, that's fair. No, so uh, we drove six hours that night. We Something got, like that, yeah. We got to Rolla, which is like our halfway point. Yeah. Um, nothing exciting. We stopped at a Cracker Barrel and ate. Steve we had, had the worst waitress ever. <laughs> Uh-oh. You told her what you wanted, and she heard about every third word only. Cracker Barrels are a crapshoot. It's 50-50. I, I would tell her the beginning of something, and she would just fill in the rest. Nice. I'm like, I want Dr. You want Dr. Pepper? Okay, I got your Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper with no ice? Uh, it comes with ice. I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I want... Um, Typical uh, Steve fashion. His whole meal was kind of sucky. What was it? Country Mama's mama's Country French Toast. French toast. She's like, oh, okay, you want Mama's Country? Okay, I got it. She wrote it down. She left. And <laughs> apparently there was a Mama's Country pancake <laughs> breakfast. So I got pancakes. Were they all right? <laughs> uh, no. They're, Dude. Steve loves his fried bread, dude. <laughs> Why would you not? I think we all love fried everything. Yes. It's America. America. My meal was pretty good. For I had the cooked salmon and yeah. some green beans. I eat healthy. You always got to go with the chicken and dumplings at Country at oh, Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Chicken and dumplings are bomb. Good stuff. 
Steve doesn't like the consistency. No. He tried eggs with his breakfast meal. He's not an egg guy. Not an egg guy at all. But he decided to try them. I've been trying stuff. I just, I know what I don't like. I'm of the opinion that an egg can make everything better. I I agree. There's not one thing. Add it to hamburger. Add it to salad. Yeah. Add it. Tell me what. Add it to whatever. It's good. Kind of lingus. It's I'll, probably good. I'll, I'll put a little hollandaise sauce right on that pussy oh. and get all up in there. <laughs> so, Brian, too, you can no Fair longer enough. listen to this episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, fortunately, you can edit. <laughs> but uh, hollandaise sauce everywhere is pretty good, too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's not so good for you. But it tastes yummy. All right. It's delicious. So nothing really to report on Wednesday. We stayed at a Holiday Inn. Which was had amazing beds. Yes, that was the amazing part. It was like a Holiday Inn suite, and it was the most comfortable bed ever. It's probably the best bed I slept in in over a year. In Rolla? Yeah. Yes. I slept in there on the way back. It was nice, was it wasn't it? Your bed amazing? It was amazing. Yeah. That's a great hotel. I'm going to stay there every time. I think we might have to. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, we got up. We had breakfast at the hotel just to save money and stuff. It's also pretty shitty. <laughs> I had eggs and it's and free. So. It was free meal. And we hit the road. We got to nothing really exciting. No. Steve got really bad gas mileage. Yeah, I don't know. It might have been because of the driver was trying to drive really fast. Yeah, it's it's been picking back up. (laughs) Has it? Yeah. Steve Steve was constantly concerned somewhere about it. Well, before we left, I checked my gas mileage and it was like 18. I don't get 18 miles a gallon in my car. Mm. So it was normally like 26. So it was significantly off. But I've been keeping an eye on it. And then what time? We got to Joliet. or Is that where we had our pizza? We stopped no, at our... It was supposed to be Joliet. It ended up being somewhere else. I can't remember the name. It's like Oskaluga. We, we, we were basically an hour outside of our hotel. And we stopped to get some... DiGiorno's. Not DiGiorno's. <laughs> Giordano's. Giordano's Pizza. Uh, we got the deep dish. And, and I w- Scott had been saving himself for pizza for yes. months. Is that the same place that's like in Arlington Heights that we went to, like the same chain? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Giordano's good. Yeah, yes. Legit good. So uh, I got a pizza. Steve got a pizza. We had some some type of appetizer. Yeah. Cheese sticks or something. No, it was prosci- no we didn't get bruschetta. No, we didn't. Yeah, sometimes cheese sticks. I don't know. Anyways, it doesn't matter. The pizza was amazing. It's been two and a half months since I had pizza. Tell them what you got on it. I got a small, which is really big. Yeah, as I say, it's not, <clears throat> not, not what you're thinking when you think small. Deep dish. It had barbecue chicken on it, bacon, spinach, black olives, and I thought something else. Pineapple. Pineapple. All on my pizza. Pineapple on pizza is amazing. awful. I agree. It's amazing. Was he awful? It's awful. You guys are crazy. Steve just got cheese. Yeah. That's all you needed at the place. So the pizza came out. And Steve's cheese, Steve ate two <laughs> slices, barely. And I was like, I'm not going to eat anymore because this is just too much. Clogs it, the whole system. I didn't eat the whole crust or everything. It's just like ugh, I ate heavy. Three, I ate three slices in like nine minutes. It was amazing. Yeah. No, that's not good. Oh, I know. But it was just, it was amazing. Well, you've been living clean for the past few months, right? Right, but this this trip has effed me up in the bad row. 
for those people that listened to the last episode about eating clean, never get off that track because once you do, it's harder to catch that train back again. You're like the hobos running it down trying to get back on it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yes, yeah, so it was the first time I had pizza in over two and a half months. It was amazing. I'm glad I waited. I can't wait to do it again. <laughs> I had the Giordano's, and I don't really want Giordano's ever again after that. I mean, it was good, but it was just so much. I could have done it one more time. It overloaded me. Did it? Yeah. You got to get some toppings, man. You're really no, flavoring you your food. You just do all cheese. But I like the cheese and the sauce. That's what I want. That's too much. The good news is... I like the simplicity of it. We took our leftovers, because I said somebody will eat them at the hotel. Oh, yeah. We went back to the... We got to Chicago, what was it, about 3 o'clock-ish? I don't know. 3 o'clock-ish? 4 o'clock-ish? Anyways, we got there. Um, we took all our stuff in the hotel. What did we do? Oh, I died for about an hour and a half. Yeah. And then I forced myself to go over to the gym. That is thunder. Okay. I thought somebody was farting at first. <laughs> Maybe it'll cover up my breathing. No, you're fine. Just get up on the mic so Darth, people can hear you. Oh, Darth Hess. Better? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, we're about to get a rainstorm. That's what's coming in town. As so. opposed to a well, snowstorm. Okay. Snowstorm or a hurricane. Or yeah. I guess that's part of it. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, I actually went and worked out at the gym because I had to run off some of that pizza so I could move. Mm-hmm. Got my run in. That gym is so crap now. Yeah, you were saying that. It's just not good. It barely qualifies as a gym. But and they were working on it. They've been working on it almost every year we've been there. Yeah, it's just it's regressing every year. So I don't know what's better, but it doesn't matter. I only go up there for four days. So Yeah. Uh, we came back. What did we do after that? Swedes. We did something with the Swedes, but what? Play games. I don't know why y'all are looking at me. I wasn't there. We played games that night. Did we go to? Okay, to we, we, ice cream. We then met the Swedes. Yeah, I took them to Walmart. Right. Took them for a trip to Walmart for booze. For booze. We came back. We didn't eat dinner. No, they had dinner. We had already eaten because of Giordano's. That's true. They had our leftovers. We went to Oberweiss that night. Yes. So we we skipped dinner and we went to Oberweiss. We got ice cream. We gave them our leftover pizza. I got a piece of cake with a uh, scoop of vanilla ice cream on top of it. That's all I'm going to get ever again. I'm pretty sure you talked about that for years. Every yeah. time you went, you were like, I think I'm going to get that. And you never did. Well, right. Last time I just got the cake. But this time, the cake and the vanilla ice cream, perfect. He yeah. amped it up. Perfect. That. That's good. So good. Yeah, so we had the ice cream. It was like so three bucks. We gave the Swedes the leftover pizza. That was enough for them. Mm-hmm. And then we played games for the rest of the night and hung out. Yeah. So Played some Grizzled. You played some Camel Up. You were mixing up Sunday and Thursday night. Oh, okay, yeah. We just we just hung out and there were some other games played. I can't remember exactly what. But I don't know if we did play games. Oh. Or if the okay, this is a terrible episode because we don't have any notes. So if you're listening, it all at this blends point, in. Like we're going to take notes on what we did Thursday night. Come okay. on, I guess nobody cares. So we went to sleep. Yes. Then we met up with Chance and Drew to do the plans for Friday, and we 
woke up and headed on into Chicago on Friday morning. Yeah, we did, um, what was it called? The Field Museum. Of Natural History Museum. Yep. And it called the Field Museum? Yes. Though? Okay. It's pretty amazing. It was indeed amazing. It is pretty expensive, and I'm only looking at that through Oklahoma standards. You know, we go to the zoo, we go to this, the science museum here. It's 10 15 20 bucks at yeah. most. It was $38 to get into this museum. That was with a 3D movie. It was 35 without. We could have done without. Okay. What, was the, what was the 3D movie? It was some crappy. I thought it was we got Walking to... with Sue. It was Waking Sue. Yeah, it was. Sue the Tyrannosaurus Rex. You got to pick out of like six different movies, and they picked the Tyrannosaurus Rex one. So it was... Yeah, it was a bad one. <laughs> Always go with the deep sea ones if you're doing the 3D movies. Should have, but deep sea's awesome. I should have spoke up, because I didn't really want to do the Tyrannosaurus Rex one. Out of all of them, I didn't want to do that, because we watched that documentary on that. Right, but I thought it was walking with Sue. I didn't I didn't see waking. I saw walking. Oh. So I thought it was about Sue's life when she was going around like in the area. Not them finding her. Not them that. finding her. Because, okay. yeah, we did watch the documentary. I should so, Yeah, that's okay. So, yeah. we. It was neat seeing it. To me, I wanted to go to the Field Museum because I've always liked the 1893 World's Fair in Chicago, the White City. That's the remaining, last remaining building from that time. So I was just fascinated with the building itself and seeing the, the muses and the architecture and all that. So I was, I was happy. I've decided that if I ever go to – if Chaos Cup remains in Chicago and my kids get older, one year I'm going to have to take them just to go to the museum and stuff because that was pretty incredible. If you've never been there, it, they have all these exhibits with stuffed animals and stuff. Okay. okay. Taxidermy animals. <laughs> Big difference. <laughs> There's teddy bears. <laughs> teddy Ruxpin. Saw no. a stuffed unicorn. <laughs> it's it's taxidermy animals, but they're amazing. And they're all most of them were created back when was it? We uh, looked it up. The, the six- most recent one for like the big animals was made in twenty ten, I think, twenty twelve. But but it was the first one to be touched in the last sixty years. So all these other ones have been around for at least that long, if not the turn of the century. Yeah, since like the 50s, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. early 20s, a lot of them. So it had the lions. The lions of Savo are my favorite. Did right. you guys see those? Yes, yes, we did. The maneless male lions. Yes. Those were amazing. They're a little that, that terrifying when you read the story. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we started at the bottom level, which if you go, do that. Because it sets your expectations really low. Because the bottom level sucked. It didn't suck. It was just not as good as the other levels. No, it was it was very. But they had like nineteen fifties looking. Oh yeah, uh, I totally snack agree rooms. I mean, one of the exhibits, while it was cool, and I would love to take my kids in there, was the one where you walk and you get shrunk by the shrink ray, and you go down into the soil so that you get to see like how many thousands of bugs are in like one foot of soil and you yeah. don't want to ever touch soil again i remember that was kind of cool <laughs> it was kind of interesting but it was also kind of cheesy or super cheesy so oh, i think the kids would have loved it though. yeah anyways if you have a chance go to one of these things and, and look at when you're in chicago you um, really could spend more we, than one day oh easily we, we got to see the terracotta warriors of china which are awesome mm-hmm. they're on tour i think mm-hmm. right? they yeah. are so they've they been had, there for a while. They had a guy who was in a suit that was in there. And every time you got too close, this little buzzer would go off and he'd yell at you. It was pretty awesome. 
And you would think, eh, no one's going to get too How close. How many times did you test it? Twice. I, we, we didn't. Saw, but we did. We saw a guy, the same guy, do it twice. And he got yelled at by the man in the suit. Yeah. That's where Steve was hitting on a, a gilf in there. Oh, yeah? No, some old lady was sitting. Dude, and she was, we got pictures of you hitting on her. She, she was sitting on her, like, walking stick that turns into a seat. Right. And, and Steve was like, would you like to ride something a little better? <laughs> Maybe younger? She was like, I wonder how they get these made. Do you know? I'm like, well, uh, blah, blah. she says something about their faces. She goes, I, the faces seem different on these. I go, yeah, every face is different. They were all made after they think specifically warriors, blah, blah, blah. And she said, my real question is, is can you score me some blow? And I was like, well, I know a guy, but he's not in town yet. So, <laughs> Wait, I'm not that guy, am I? No. Didn't say oh, that. Okay. He's from Canada. <laughs> I don't know any of that stuff. Okay. He rhymes with Morant. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Spoon. But yeah, there was some really cool dinosaur stuff. Got to see Sue. That was awesome. Um, yeah. Fields Museum is awesome. And you know, I've never cared about diamonds. I know this is dumb, but like one of the big takeaways, I've never cared about diamonds. Always thought they were overpriced. They didn't look that good. We go to the gyms, and there's this one brooch that is nothing but diamonds, and they have the light set up perfectly where it's reflecting. And I was just, I was just startled. I we were yeah. mesmerized. I was just rocking back and forth, making all the <sighs> diamonds glitter. I'm like, ooh. Well, the diamonds pretty. you get at like K Jewelers are a little different than. Yeah, they are. Super They're fancy really million dollar are. ones you see at the museum. Right. So. It was amazing. I think the planetarium's right there, too. Yeah, it? the planetarium I, and the aquarium. I've always wanted to go to the planetarium, but I, I've been to the aquarium. The aquarium's awesome. I would like to do, I would love to do all that because yeah. I just looked out to the lake and I'm like, oh, I want to go to the lake. It really it's might be something ocean. next year to go do. <laughs> uh, not the ocean. It's the, the ocean. <laughs> right, the ocean. <laughs> uh, call back to last year's episode. Yeah. Whoops. I'm going to watch the sunset mm-hmm. by the ocean. By the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> sunrise. Um, sunrise. Sunrise, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, maybe it's something we should do every year. I don't – I mean – I'm cool with that. I was worn out. Oh, we Definitely worn out. so much. Yeah. But um, – And then we got stuck in horrible traffic on the way back. And if you do go to the Field Museum, you're going to eat there. So it's just like eating at the Cubs game or more expensive. Because no, it's more expensive and not nearly as good. <laughs> I spent like – Fifteen. I, I bought a four dollar bottle of water. Let's put it that way, <laughs> and a salad that was okay, but it was not a twelve dollar salad. My root beer was the best thing I got. Well, that's sad. It was that's really good you, root beer, though. You don't like anything food wise. Really. I like a ton of things. You are kind of picky, though. I'm not saying I'm not, <laughs> but I like a ton of things. It was a hamburger. Shouldn't be that hard. You shouldn't have never got a hamburger. Probably should not have. All right. Enough said. Yes. Well, I think I got stuck in the same damn traffic that you all did on the way back. Yeah, because you were coming in that day. and Brutal. Yeah, you, you were actually stuck the same time we were. Right. Oh, after we left the Field Museum? Our traffic was horrendous. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I texted Steve. I was like an hour. I think I was an hour outside of Springfield. I had just stopped to eat and then in Springfield, and I was heading up. Yeah. So I was like an hour and a half away and you guys were like oh we just left the fields museum i was like all right well i'll be at the hotel about a half hour after you and i think i beat y'all by like an hour and i still got slowed down in traffic yeah. mm-hmm. it was bad yeah traffic but, was awful but that's fine. memorial day weekend on a friday exactly and luckily drew drove so that yeah that was, was really awesome with drew it's so. the only reason we did it <laughs> shout out to drew for the for the minivan yeah, that was pretty handy all weekend yeah it really yeah, was. It was yeah 
So then um, we get back to the hotel. We rest because we're tired. Uh, a lot of people go to the medieval fair thing. Medieval times. Medieval times to root for their night and everything else. And there was a small group of us uh, that went to have sushi mm-hmm. down at, oh, I can't remember the place again. Hakuyo. Hakuyo Sushi, which we ate there last year, which was amazing. And they remembered us. Well, how could they, one, not not you know remember us? It was We're a little like, trippy, though, that they remembered us right. just one time. No, I agree. I agree. Like, if this was the fourth time we've been in there, they'd be like, oh, you guys kind of come in every year, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second time we come in? <laughs> right. Uh, so they they did remember us, and was that the chef that came out and talked yes. to us? Yeah, that yeah. was the head chef. Yeah, so he came out and talked to us. We all got a bunch of different sushi. It was uh, Pat Wynn from Florida, uh, Johnny Bull from the uh, Double Skulls podcast over yeah. in England. Anthony the, Albano. Anthony Albano was there? Mm-hmm. Yes. Here. And David Morse? David Morse, who tied me in the... In the Stunty Cup last year. No, Stunty Cup champion from last year. Mm-hmm. David Morse. Who else was there with us? You two. Chance and Chance Drew. And Drew. And was that it? I don't want to forget somebody. Oh, should we go to the photo? You should go to the photo. I don't want to forget anybody here. Well, that'd be awful. But it was good sushi. That's, I think, one of my I, favorite I feel like we're forgetting places. one person, but I could be wrong on that. But, yeah, that sushi. If you ever come to Oklahoma and come to one of our tournaments, it's easy to talk me into going to Volcano Sushi. Mm-hmm. That is the best sushi to me around here. Yeah. But I would go to the other place in Chicago over Volcano Sushi. Eh, I think they're about equal for me. Are they? I like Volcano. It just probably depends on the item yeah. you get. But w- there were some really good items, and he recommended some things that were actually really good. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times their recommendations are eh, so-so. But once again, everybody ordered a lot of sushi, and then everybody kind of shared, which was mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Um. Was there anybody else with us that you remember, Steve? I'm looking. Golly, he's taking a long time. I don't know how to find it. Just go to my... It's on my wallpaper. Uh, That's probably a better way (laughs) to do it. I was trying to find the notification that I was notified that I was part of a picture. Oh, I I removed that. I don't like you. I don't like any association with you. No. Um, Scott Prime. Yeah, dude. Okay, who do we got? No, that's it. That was everybody? And the chef. Oh, yeah, the chef was in the picture. Maybe that's what threw us off. Anyways. Yeah, because <clears throat> he did the peace sign. Anyways, they saved us a table. It was a great time. I think I think they like us, too, because we're good tippers. <laughs> I, I could be wrong on that. but I think they liked it, because last year I think there was like like 20 of us that went. It was a lot more last time. Yeah, we had like tw- twice as many people. So, But it was, you know, we also gave him a hard time and talked to him. And mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So there's reason to be memorable. <laughs> That's true. Anytime we go there and we want to eat there again on Sunday night, I'm all game for that. I would yeah. even try non-sushi things there because... Their teriyaki chicken is really good. I've never heard you complain about it, so it must be good. No, and, and the rice is a little odd. Like, I don't know what the extra flavor is to it, but it's good. Oh, they make rice in, like, the traditional way with mirin and that kind of stuff. Oh, is that what it is? Uh-huh. Okay, then that makes sense. Yeah. So rather than like the long grain that you mm-hmm. find around here, it's the short grain that they make with. And it's got like, it's a, like a little vinegar, little and yeah, it's like a little like sweeter, just a little goofy yeah. taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah, it was, it was really good. So very satisfied with that. Did we do anything else Friday night after we came back? Um, did we go to Oba Weiss right after? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, we definitely went to Overwise. Went to Overwise again because we didn't we didn't think we'd get back to it. And then after that, Johnny Bull, Drew, Chance, I, Pat went to level two fifty seven. That is correct. That's what y'all did. Yeah, which is an arcade, really cool place, and actually. I need to talk to Katie because that would be a great place for us to meet next time. It was a Friday night, holiday. place was almost dead. But it had like 12 bowling lanes, six on each side. It had a place in the middle to eat. And it had pinball machines and video games. We played Mario Kart and I beat them. They had Mario Kart? They had a four-player Mario Kart. Nice. That's was it on awesome. the actual like console or was no, it like no. an arcade style? Like arcade Mario Kart. Get like you got out into of a Dodge. Pod. That sounds fun. That sounds amazing. So it took me a while to remember how to do the the skid, mm-hmm. but because I kept taking my foot off the gas, you got to hit do B. It. I don't know how you do it though on the arcade. You, you hit the brake. <laughs> yeah, but you have to hit the brake while you're gassing it. Oh. So once I figured that out, that's how I won mm. the very. I lost the, sec- the first game. The second game, I just zoomed it through at the very tail end, just like. Pfft. Nice. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Is it mostly p- retro games or is it some new ones too? Well, the Mario Kart was technically new. Yeah. And then they had the Star Wars pod. Oh, those thing. are fun. The pod. That was really yeah. cool. So they had new ones. Then they had like Tapper and Xenon and uh, pinball machines. They had new pinball machines and old ones. So it was a nice mix. That's cool. But it was a lot of fun and just it was a good, good way to hang out. Well, while you guys did that, some of us drank a little bit, and we went downstairs in the lobby, and there was a lot of board gaming going on. There was Soul-Con. some people was playing. Yeah, Soulcon was in fact in uh, in full force. Um, there was some guys playing the others. I saw for sure. What was the other couple games? Did you see them? I, I had my heart set on playing that one game I brought. Right. There was a uh, scythe was going on. I know that was going on for sure there was board games everywhere pretty much down there and you brought your kickstarter edition of secret hitler yeah which i was jazzed to play so we started off i think with eight people and then it expanded to 10 yeah i think we started with like six and then everybody people started watching and then they started right getting in on it. and there was a ton of accusing and of course <laughs> we're going to talk about this game for a second because i think it's I'm not big on party games because most party games are like there's no point, like apples to apples. And yeah, crap you don't like, like that. games that don't have a strategic advantage to them or I, element, right? Because apples to apples and Cards Against Humanity is very subjective. <clears throat> no, it's r- stupid. No, they're fun. Well, I like Cards Against Humanity, but I can understand why you wouldn't. Like sure, them. I get that. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. A telephone is just like fried rice. <laughs> you win. That is stupid. I hate apples to apples. Oh, Anyways, okay. I hate apples to apples, but Cards Against Humanity. Is Anyways, like the this is Secret Hitler's made by the Cards Against Humanity people, right? And it is a game where you have fascists mm-hmm. and liberals, and the fascist knows who they are, and the fascists are also siding with Hitler, who is secret. He doesn't know who the fascists are or the liberals, but the fascists know who Hitler is. And basically, the the whole point of the game is to get so many objectives. I think it's. Six for the fascists and six for the liberals. It's it's actually six for liberals and then five, five for the fascists. Five for the fascists. And every turn... Or six for the fascists. No, I think you're right. Six and six, yeah. Your turn starts out as you're the president and you get to elect somebody chancellor and then everybody gets to vote yes or no. And then it goes back and forth and all the accusing happens. 
It is great. It is wonderful. The the furry first big player game we played, I said right from the beginning that the Canadians were fascists, and they were. Yep. Tim Lawson lied straight to everybody's face, and people believed him. And he they have. And if you ever vote Hitler as chancellor, the game's over. The guy just says, right. "I'm Hitler." Ha ha, we won. Right. And Tim Lawson, that son of a gun from Pitch Invasion. I think maybe I was president at the time too, and I gave it up to him. <laughs> I think so. I think he. I think he got me. <laughs> I think he tricked me hard, and I was like, "All right, yeah." It was an amazing game, and I tell you what, we played at least five times. And you played, and then I think I kept playing a few. more I think rounds. y'all played a few more rounds because I was like, "We're gonna play one too many games too long, and it's gonna be three o'clock in the, the morning." The security guard was eyeing us by the end. He was <laughs> like, "They're getting out, rowdy over here." Yeah, we were getting kind of rowdy, accusing people. And tell you what. David Morris, I could never tell if he was, like, playing along or getting upset. I don't know. <laughs> Some of the guys I couldn't read, like, are they getting mad because I'm accusing them of stuff or not? It was fun, though. It was fun. Every every game, though, I was a liberal. Every game. Like, I was Hitler out of the gate, and then once that happened, everybody thought I was a fascist the rest of the time. <laughs> it didn't matter what I did. There's like, you're a fascist. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great party game. So if you have a group of six or more people, i definitely say buy this game. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, yeah, that's one of the things that does kind of stink is you, there's no, like, one or two or four player. You've got to have a minimum six, but it's better with, like, eight or ten. Right. So, anyways, we had a good time, and then uh, we went to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, let's uh, let's take a little break right now, and then we will come back with the Saturday and Sunday's fun. 106 miles to Chicago. we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Okay, well, day one for Chaos Cup. Do we want to talk about anything before we get into the matches? Um, Breakfast? Day one of the Chaos Cup. To go work out? No. Yeah. I was going to, but I didn't. The beds were not nearly as good. (laughs) The Canadians all thought I was weird having biscuits and gravy for breakfast. Why? And I don't know. They were just like, that's such an American What was thing. weird about the breakfast? Yeah, at they the put ho- gravy on their fucking french fries. I, that's what I thought. But they, it's a brown gravy, so I guess it's different. They thought a biscuit and gravy was different? No, yeah. They, they, it was weird. We were talking about it, Grant and I. He's like, when I first came, I was like, I got to try a biscuit. And so he grabbed a biscuit and he ate it. And the waitress had to come over and go, honey, you, you can't just eat a biscuit. You have to put something on it. <laughs> it was a whole process. What I did think was weird about the hotel is, is we had some, they had some awesome like egg omelet things yeah. mm-hmm. for breakfast on Friday morning, but not on Saturday and Sunday. I had an omelet on Saturday. Okay, but by, by the time I had breakfast, it was scrambled eggs, oh, and that ticked me off. Maybe they ran out. Uh, maybe so. You know, the th- because their omelets were pretty good. They're not. Right. Come to think I mean, the, for free breakfast. The Swedes thought I, it was odd that I took a biscuit and put the the sausage in the middle. To make mm. a sandwich? Yeah, make a sausage biscuit. Delicious. They're like, like a little hamburger. I'm like, <laughs> I, I guess, but just a sausage biscuit. Do they biscuit. not have McDonald's in Sweden? Sweden? No, they're probably just, more healthy than we are. They eat green beans and like liquor. Yeah. <laughs> they just exist <laughs> off of liquor. From what we've noticed. Wow. From our Chaos Cup experience, that's kind of true. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I ever liquor saw Anders chocolate. not drinking. No, that's just Anders. He likes to drink. Okay. Well, he used to be Mr. Get Up at 4 a.m. and go swimming. I haven't seen him swim now this Now he year. likes to drink. Oh, okay. <laughs> People's hobbies can change. Yeah. 
That's sure. don't judge them. All right, go ahead. Let's go round one. Okay. Well, before I do that, I'll we should probably tell everybody what our builds were. So I took a vampire team called the Nehekara Nightmares, which is four vampires and twelve thralls. No, two less than that. Ten, ten thralls. Nice lightning coming. I know we're getting a good storm out there. So all four vampires had block, one thrall had kick, and one thrall had sure hands and dump off. And then I took two rerolls and had two fan factor. How'd that dump off work for you? On a couple of games, it worked really well. Of course it did for you. I it seems odd, but I mean I've got vampires. I put the vampires around them, and then someone comes to hit them, chunk it off. Sure. Of course it worked for you. Yeah. Okay. So, so round one, who'd you play? Round one, I played Joe Gruber, McGruber, who played his undead team. And, yay, undead. So his two mummies had guard. His, he had two whites with nothing. A ghoul with block sure hands. A ghoul with wrestle tackle. And a ghoul with block. And then four zombies. And it was just bad. I was getting beat up left and right. I couldn't do much. I lost one to nothing. It just I think I gave up six casualties or something. It was bad. That happens. Yeah. But, you know, still. It's fun. One I've never played Vampires before. It was fun. Well, I have, but not a lot. When we get to Sunday, I got a couple questions for you. So. Okay. Because I want to find out all your results and then ask you questions. All right. So my round one matchup. Uh, first off, I took Ogres. With the plan to just try it for the casualty award. I went with the unoriginal. It's not really unoriginal. It's the optimal build, I guess, if this is what you're going for. But I basically <laughs> took Chance's build. Right. I the listened- unoriginal taking exactly what the other people told me. <laughs> right. Um, Chance talked me into it. So it's uh, three ogres with block, three ogres with piling on, no rerolls. A coach, a cheerleader, and then the rest were snotlings. So I had uh, seven snotlings, six ogres. And the whole plan was is to just hit, hit them off the line, cause casualties, let them run past you. Um, so first off, I got matched up against uh, Bobby, uh, I think it's Schritzman. Schritzman. He's the guy who got last place last year. Uh, this year he brought dwarves. Uh, we played. He beat me Five to, I don't have a lot to really talk about here. Uh, he beat me five to nothing. I did exactly what I was supposed to do by not touching the ball. And uh, I only got three casualties against him. But I was hoping that I won't have to see another high armor team for the rest of the tournament. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, so the whole losing and going down tables and facing weaker people. That's how it should work, right? In theory. Yeah, it never works. We'll talk about that further, too. Okay. <laughs> so, three casualties on my quest for the most brutal award. Scott Hess. Uh, so, I played Necro, which uh, I'll probably continue to take to Chaos Cup every year. Because you've been doing well For with them. a while. Yeah, they're one of my favorite teams. Um, and I took my standard build. I had the one werewolf with uh, block, mighty blow. I had the two flesh columns with guard. Uh, and then the two ghouls had... Uh, block and one with sure hands, and then I had two whites and the rest zombies. Uh, two re rolls, so it worked out pretty well. But my first game was awful. Uh, I played um, a guy named 
Hacha Blanca from Spain, and he played dwarfs with a, a not both down approved na- a team <laughs> over here. Yeah, let me let me see this. I am so glad we have a guy coming over from Spain. That's awesome to come play Chaos Cup. But yeah, there were a group of them. I think like four. Yeah, player I think one come before too. Player one's name is one, not O one O N E. Just the number one. Player two is eleven, and then so on and so on. What is so on and so on? It, it, like the last one's like one point one E to the eleventh power. Right. Okay. So yeah, it okay. just it's just binary code. Yep. So maybe that was the theme, is all these guys are in binary code with no zeros. Know. Anyways, not both down approved. Well, anyway, I, I was feeling pretty confident at the kickoff, but by, by turn three, he had casualtyed my werewolf, Ooh. no regen, Ooh. my ghoul with sure hands, who ghouls don't have regen, and two uh, zombies, one who didn't regen. So that was turn three of the first half. Jeez. And it was a pretty much a terrible match the rest by the end i think i have a picture somewhere of him casualting my white with with nine guys around him just for the kick for fun so you just had no chance well I, we ended up at the half uh, or ended up at the half he went up one he caged the whole way i scored in the second half right away because i was going to play for the win yeah so i scored and then i was going to either try to stall for a tie or try to pick it up for the win but he ended up scoring i just didn't have enough guys there's nothing yeah. you can do when you're 11 versus eight Right. You know. That's huge. Not when and, you have those type of teams. And that's why I cannot take just 11 players. Because I, I, I always get have, beat up. Yeah, I got to have. I play too aggressive. I got to have the backup. All right. Round two. Round two, um, I played an undead team. <laughs> Double undead. Bruce Bradenberg's Crypt, Ki- Crypt Kicker 5. And his... He didn't sign up early, I guess, because he's had a handwritten roster, which is I took a photo of. <laughs> two mummies, one with block, one with guard, two whites, one with tackle, one frenzy, two ghouls, one block sure hands, one wrestle, three zombies, two skeletons, three rerolls. And this time I turned the table and I had five casualties, I think, and it ended up winning two to one. Just everything was going right. Didn't have any real problems that I remember, but not that I would remember. That's good. Yeah, you don't re- usually remember stuff. Not usually. Right. But Unless it's like Snotling 11 that you need. No, I have him. <laughs> See? You remember that. Yeah, I have all the Snotlings. That's easy. <clears throat> My round two. Oh, we should. We did not tell about what happened at the beginning of the event. We'll, so we'll, 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 we'll talk tell. about that yeah. later. Um. <laughs> Steve's most exciting moment of the whole weekend. No shit. Yes. <laughs> uh, round two, I play. I played against the Wildfire War Dancers. I like that w- name. Which was a Wood Elf team, and it had people's it had like players' name like Fire Crotch and stuff like that. It was the Redhead stuff. Like what was the, what were the other names? I can't remember the other names. I don't have the. Oh, roster. okay. Sorry, but it wasn't just some dude's name. You know, naming this team. This was Jenny Mitchell. This is the uh, wife of Brian oh, Mitchell. Okay. Yeah. So I got to play against like female what elves named Firecrotch and so stuff. So of the three Mitchells, you played one, and I played another. Yeah. Nice. We played all the Mitchells. Was she the only only female female in the tournament, or was there another one? There was another one hanging around. I think she might have been the only one at the tournament. 
If is you it, hear all that, that's just thunder and lightning. Is, is it going to mess us up? No, we're good. Uh, we're rolling with it. Sounds good. If Those, lightning hits and it comes through. We're in Oklahoma. There's a great chance there's a tornado, no. ice storm, hurricane, I mean, uh, earthquake. If we start to get hurricanes, we're in some trouble. Yeah, well, that's next. We move. I go to Colorado. Because <laughs> I looked at the, uh, there was a map that showed how many days in the future. We're going way off stuff. Like how many days. How many years that it'd be more than five days a year that you can't go outside or something? Some type of map. And by 2200, which I'm probably not going to be around for, uh, it was basically just the middle part of the United (laughs) States that you could actually go outside and survive at. Right. Everywhere else was too hot and too humid. I'm glad you believe all that Facebook propaganda. Anyways, my round two. I'm sorry. I forgot about how science and logic work. My round two opponent was Jenny Mitchell with her uh, Wood Elves. This game, she destroyed me. It was 6 nothing. I did manage Damn. to get five casualties against her, but those did not come early on. She was dodging away and everything else. She was playing like elves, and she didn't fail any of them. It was, right. it was frustrating. But uh, anyway, long story short, I got five casualties. So I was up to eight casualties after two rounds, but I was my defense was giving them up. How'd you do round two? Uh, my round two, I played uh, Chaos Dwarfs. Um, the guy's name, NAF name, is Furry. Uh, it was. I played him before. It was the yeah. most boring game ever. It was a one-one tie. Literally nothing happened. I had no casualties. I think he had one on a zombie. We and he had the Minotaur build on Chaos Dwarfs, and we just it's just like you get the ball, you scrum all the way down the field. I, I'm score. pretty sure he kicked to me. I scored turn eight. Yeah, I kicked to him. He scored turn eight. And that was that. Those are me. It was just boring. Yeah, that's some blood bowl. That, it, yeah, it's fine. It was just it was awful. So, so then we had a lunch break. We went to Portello's. That was really loud. That is really loud rain. It is. That was impressive. Yeah, I'm telling you. We're wow. <laughs> we opened a window and holy moly! Hold that on. Is straight up torrential downpour with like, with like a forty mile or fifty mile an hour straight line wind right yeah. there. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we're going to pause. This is a little scary. Yeah, it's loud. You pause it? No, it's recording, so. It'll be interesting. Look at this. Holy shit. Close the door. <laughs> That's impressive. The rain is going sideways outside and twirling. We, we might be in some type of weird near hurricane <laughs> tornado, Scott. No, I don't think there's a tornado, but it is uh, coming down. Good. Just avoid electrical appliances. That's all. <laughs> It's hailing now. We might have to pause this podcast. Oh, please don't kill us. Please, please don't kill us. You know I love you, baby. I wouldn't leave you. It wasn't my fault. You miserable slug. You think you can talk your way out of this? You betrayed me. No, I didn't. 
Honest. Uh, I ran out of gas. I had a flat tire. I, I didn't have enough money for cab fare. My touch didn't come back for the cleaners. An old friend came in from out of town. Someone stole my car. There was an earthquake. A terrible flood. Locust. It wasn't my fault, I swear to God. <laughs> okay. So after round two, we went to Portello's. So we want to tell everybody the weather. Well, I'm down sure, I don't know where you're going to edit this. I don't so. know. That weather was intense for a few minutes. That's pretty crazy. It was. Like, I kept looking at the TV going, just tell us what's going on. I know, right? <laughs> anyway. In Oklahoma, okay. we just have a little scroll bar on the bottom. It's just, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so lunch, what did we do? Portillo's? Portillo's? We went to Portillo's. How do you say it? Portillo's? Yeah. Whatever. You can call it whatever. Delicious hot Italian beef. It was amazing. I got French fries mm-hmm. today. Steve is quiet because he doesn't like it. Not my favorite. You don't like Portillo's? I'm not a big fan of the the roast beef. Oh, and then well, so, if you don't like that, you're out of luck there. Right. So I got a hot dog and I got a Polish sausage. Polish sausage. The hot dog was fine. The Polish sausage was so wet that it made the bun <laughs> soggy because it was disgusting. He does not like wet meat. N- no, <laughs> no, don't. Especially when it goes on bread, that makes it super wet. That's horrible. I got my sandwich dipped, so it was soggy and oh, juicy. It was That's a whole different thing. And dripping. Yeah. And like, oh, oh, it was, yeah. it was, it was amazing. Delicious. Yeah, no, it's not it, my thing. it was amazing. So we had some Portellos. We went back for round three. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. So round three, I went up against Sam Boyer, who is Spider online, and played his Camry team. And he finished last year... Ninth place or tenth place, Camry. Ninth, I think. Okay, yeah, he's so he's good damn good with Camry. That didn't. I did nothing to him. I lost two to nothing, and he ended up with the Chaos Cup in eighth place with Camry. Mm-hmm. There was no way I was going to touch him. He finished eighth this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's damn good right. with him. Oh, I know he is. I'm and he says he's going to take him every year until he wins it with him, and he might actually. So that'd be kind of cool. It'd be an impressive feat to win yeah. with Camry. It's yes, impressive it to get eight, six to eight. games. Yeah. Camry. Yeah. You'd have to have some dice go your way. Right, exactly. He's also a really good player. I just it was You like still need dice those, to go your way to pick up the no, ball. Absolutely. I mean But it was one of those games where you play it and you're like, Yeah, I'm just completely out coached. I can't do anything. I'm done <laughs> <Right>. done. <laughs> Walk on in. My round three was uh against Nick Lillicrap. Is I guess how you pronounce his name because Katie goes, You get to play a crappy player, and they laughed about <laughs> it. So uh, it was Nick. He had the Elf Tang Clan, which, while is a funny pun name, it's not both down approved, but you still get thumbs up from me. That's pretty good. I like the Elf If Tang you're going to go to, it's not a horse racing name, at least. Right. Elf Tang Clan's fairly good. Because it could be an Elf Clan named Tang, the Elf <laughs> Tang Clan. It could. They're from Nippon. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was Pro Elves. Um, I got eight casualties against him. Uh, the makes sense, elves. The thing says I only got beat five nothing. I thought I got beat worse than that, but I thought I, it was seven nothing. I, th- I don't know. Anyways, okay. it says five nothing. I'm sure that was correct. I just don't remember. I thought I got beat worse. But Wasn't it, there a game you got beat seven nothing? Well, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Would you like to ruin the spoiler of every movie I ever created? I thought maybe that this was that game. So sorry, my bad. Jiminy Christmas! Did you know Rosebud is a sled? 
Thanks. That one chick crying game totally has a penis. Thanks, dude. I've never seen that. Never seen either one of those movies, and I'm not going to now. Well, according to Jake, this is Chinatown. I have no idea. So what nothing that to do with anything. Reference. Crying Game is a pretty good movie. Okay. Citizen Anyways. Kane is an amazing movie. So I got eight casualties. It's, it's all right. Uh, no. Citizen Kane's kind of overrated. It is not overrated. It is an amazing movie. If you say so. It is a lot more amazing when what are we taking talking into about? context Movies? of the film. Never mind. Okay, fine. All right. Eight casualties. I got to be five nothing. Scott. Uh, my round three. Uh, so now I'm at table 33 in 66th place. So I'm not feeling so hot about myself. What's your record at this point? Uh, one tie and one loss. Okay, yeah. So I decided to crack a, a, a little rum and coke and move <laughs> into round three with the cocktail. Right. Because I was feeling a little depressed about my 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 outing. Uh, I played a guy. Uh, his nap name's Gigi Gnome, and he plays Dark Elves. Okay. Um, I, I ended up with a 2-1 victory. But it was kind of hard fought. It, uh, I had to. I, I couldn't casualty anybody. I ended up with six knockouts in the first half, and he got five of them back. And <laughs> then, and so I wasn't. And he had a reserve too, I think. So we were we were still tied up uh, in guys. Um, so it was a, it was a good match. It was really hard fought, but uh, uh, I ended up with a win, two one. So it was a good good game. Nice, good. Then we went on to round four, Steve. Round four, I went up against Phil Bonerick buddy with a podcast in mind and um we've played before always a fun game and what race did he play he played camry so oh. i went wow. undead undead camry camry and i guess i didn't i don't have his roster but i'm pretty sure he had mighty blow on all the tomb guardians or something it didn't matter because nuffle just decided to screw him royally anytime he came near the ball he failed everything he failed picking it up. Once he got it, he'd fail dodging or moving. Not that he dodged, but he failed everything. I made everything, and I ended up beating him two to nothing. Nice. And it was absolutely one of those games that I did not feel like I won. It just felt like Nuffle would not let him get anywhere close to winning. My round four, I played the Poisonous Fish, which was a goblin team by a NAF player named Intak, I-N-T-A-K, uh, Simon, I think it's Mal- Maltius. I could be pronouncing wow. his last name wrong. Anyways, um, I'm pretty sure he's from another country. I could be wrong on that. Was it Alex Matusiak? No, it was not Alex Matusiak. Because got his name completely wrong. No, it was Simon. Nice guy. Um, so I, I lined up. This is probably the funniest thing of the whole weekend. I line up, and I'm like, I'm not going for the ball. I'm just going to pound your guys in the ground. He's like, okay. But, like, the whole time he's hesitant because I guess he's never seen anybody he do He doesn't buy it. He's like, sure, buddy. He's not really buying into this. And I'm just trying to hurt his guys and hurt his guys. And at first, I'm not really casualty in them. I'm just knocking them out. Well, as we go, he's winning, I think it's 3 nothing, And he's down to, like, four players. Well, I'm still not trying to score or anything. I'm just trying to get those casualties. And he's like, oh, now I know what you're doing. Now I know what you're doing. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm letting you score so I can beat up your guys. No, I know what you're doing. And he started waving his finger at me. And I was like, what are you talking about? If I can't field enough players, you win automatically. 
And I thought, as bad as it is that I drove 12 hours to lose all my games for hopefully to get the casualty award, yeah. I did not drive 12 hours in hopes that I could trick somebody into not having enough players to put on the line <laughs> so I could win by forfeit. Because that's not how that works. He's like, no, it's in the book and all this stuff. We had... I had to get Katie over there <laughs> to explain to him that he would not lose the game. Uh, and But like he's like, oh, now I know what you're doing and all this stuff. And I was just like, no, dude, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to grift you here. I'm just trying to get like the worst winning strategy ever. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm finally gonna, did it. I'm going to try to get rid of all of his players and none of them can come back. It's the worst. <laughs> I've tried it for seven Chaos Cups and it finally worked one time. I lost seven to nothing, eight to nothing, six to nothing, and then I won by forfeit. So it was very entertaining. Um, I won. I lost four to nothing. I got seven casualties. So at this <laughs> point, I had twenty three casualties through four rounds, and I was very happy. That's good. So um, round four matchups. What, what, before we go, what is the rule if you can't if you can't field. field anybody? Yeah, you score a touchdown, and it moves ahead to to uh, two turns. Two I turns. believe it's two turns. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, my it. round four, my favorite game, I got to play J-Bone, John Bull from the uh, Double Skulls in England. We had a fun time. And the Swan yeah, yeah, Kickstarter. Uh, yeah, we kickstarted that. I'm excited to get that Swan team. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we were. Uh, he played Dwarfs um, right out of the gate. I got two casualties on him. I think I got a Troll Slayer and one of his linemen. And um, it was 9 to 11 pretty much the rest of the game. Jeez. So I ended up with a 2-1 victory. But it was the best, most fun I had playing. We were... Cracking jokes and having fun. And I was drinking some beers and <laughs> we had a good time. I'm sure he was drinking by the end. Yeah, yeah we had good. some fun. He had his Gittsburg Griefers, I think is what his team's name is. Right. They're yeah. based off the Pittsburgh Steelers, which is a terrible team to pick if you're from another country. I don't know why you ever picked the He Pittsburgh was rocking Steelers. the Steelers jersey, yeah. I know. He was, was. all about it. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it either. As but much we, as I like Johnny Bull, I. Ah, Steelers. <sighs> but it's kind of fun when you get to go to a tournament and you play somebody from, you know, I played a guy from Spain my first round, and then now he's from Oh, I know. I'm, yeah, so. I'm giving him a hard time. Yeah, I know. I played pretty much people I knew or people I played against yeah, before. So Anyway, we had a good time. Uh, but, yeah, I ended up winning 2-1. So. Awesome. So, after round four, what did everybody do? Uh, we went out. Uh, I went out with uh, John and uh, Kendall from Kansas City and his buddy from Springfield. And um, uh, unfortunately, I made the mistake of going out with Grant. Grant. Spoon. Also known as Spoon, uh, which ended up being kind of crazy that night. Yeah, Grant's <laughs> crazy without drinking. Mm. So <laughs> what did we do? We um, we had the big wrestling match. Oh, yeah. Steve walked in. The... I had my hose jobs. <laughs> right. So we played um, Super Show. Which is the wrestling card game that if you listen to Slurpcast that they talk about almost every episode. Because mm-hmm. they have their league and stuff. Me and Steve were... Their the league t- is cool. No, it's yeah. really cool. Um, there was at least 20 people playing? Yeah, something like that. Well, I don't know if there was quite 20. Probably at least 16. Um, either way. There was plenty of matches going on. Um, me and Steve were the tag team champs. We had to defend our titles. It's been a year. I had to defend... Yeah, because we <clears> have. they wrote the whole story that... You know, I got the championship, and then we got the championship for the tag, and then we left the XCW because we just took the titles and ran. Yeah, kind of did. Which I don't blame them. So we knew. So we knew they wanted them back, and we knew that they'd be pulling out all the stops. Right. So I I had to defend my 
my Rojo Diablo had to defend the extraterrestrial championship belt. And I went up against Nacho Bandit. And uh, I was doing fine. I put a finisher on him. I had him. He wasn't going to break out. And the third, he goes one, two. Then on, right before the third, he uses a cheat card. So uh, Xander Cage, the commissioner, mm-hmm. came in and interfered with the match and busted it up. And then he put a finisher on me, then and lost. I lost. So Nacho Bandit's the new champion. Right. Then I think he defended immediately and withheld. He held it. So while you were doing that, yeah, I went into a tournament, I think for the number one contender for another one of their titles. And I played uh, Alex Mitchell, Extreme's kid, who was the, what is he, El Polo? He's like the fighting chicken or something. Oh, okay. So he had the chicken mask. And we had a, a fairly good match. It was best two out of three. And who were you playing as? I was playing as Scott Prime. Of course. Oh, yeah. So uh, The official player. Character. Yeah, so if you actually want to play me, Scott Prime, in Super Show, you can go over to Super Show or S, srguniverse.com mm-hmm. and order a Scott Prime character to play in your Super Show game. Yeah. Um, Scott Prime actually designed and helped mm-hmm. with all the cards and everything. Exactly. So... Um, then so I got beaten that first round, best two out of three, and then uh, me and Steve had to defend our tag team titles against the guys from Slurpcast, Johnny and Extreme, and and Dead Girl, which right. was Johnny's wife. So it was it was three on two. We tried to have a manager, but they said we couldn't. Right, they could, but we couldn't. And we, I mean, this is our enough. point of view. We had them beat, we had but them they so they pulled beat. out their cheat card yes. that they got at some other event where they can earn those, that they can use once, and they have to tear them up. Mm-hmm. And Same then, as the one on me. And then they came back, and did they pin you? Yeah. Man, yeah. You, you took the jobs hard. You know, they pay me the money. <laughs> I'll throw the match. It, it was actually, honestly, it was a really fun, good, long match. He kept trying to hit me with that damn shovel. <laughs> yeah, he kept trying to do the finisher with the shovel on and you. And he actually never... had a physical shovel, which I guess was plastic. So he, like... You guess he hit it with you several times. Well, before he hit it me it was like every time he played the certain card he'd be like douche 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 and like hit me try to fake hit me on the side and then over the head once and it's like someone next to me is like i can't believe he didn't flinch any of those times i'm like it's not gonna hit me steve's had a lot of a lot of big things in his face before. sure um and then he just got tired of me kicking out of it so he started hitting me with the actual shovel and then the play worked so eventually, we lost our ti- our tag team titles um, only because they cheated and they had help. We hung out for the rest of the night. Um, I was drinking, of course. Yep, <laughs> it is Chicago, so I had my I had this terrible drink called Four Loco, which is never black cherries. They're awful. I still have one left. I want two. They're at least the fake Four Locos. In college, guys used to like shotgun them, and then they would literally lose their mind for like four hours. Yeah. Well, I had the old ones were like super loaded on caffeine uh-huh. and alcohol, and you wouldn't know you were getting drunk. It tasted just like you were drinking cough syrup that you tell your kid, no, it, it's cherry, <laughs> but it doesn't really taste like cherry. Right. It was awful, but I drank it, and then I swear I drank at least three or four Smirnoffs, and I couldn't find the rest of my Smirnoffs, and I was mad that somebody stole them. Well, I only drank two of my other Smirnoffs. 
And the other ones were back in the hotel room that never got in the cooler. So I was blaming other people for stealing them. And, of course, everybody was like, no, you drank them all. You can't remember because you're drunk. And I was like, I can remember stuff. And then um, after that, I think you went to bed, didn't you? And I stayed up and hung out with people. We, we ordered yeah, I think pi- so. Michael ordered pizza. So we had some type of thin crust pizza that Same I Same as last ate. time. Drew went, really some, good. Drew went to some Greek place. Yeah. And he came back with a salad for me. So even in my drunk state, I ate a salad. Yeah, we stayed up late. I mean, we I was, stayed up late. It was up until like eleven or so, and then I was like, maybe midnight. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Whatever. Um, then, I think I hung out with you. No, <laughs> no, no. I was hanging out with Johnny, Johnny Bull, and Grant. Yeah, and it got crazy. It got really weird again. Well, before it got crazy. before that, we all went to Fox and Hound. And I, there was a pretty big group of them. I think there was like 15 or 20. And because uh, wow. uh, some of the Goblin guys came from okay. their league. And, and then another big group of people came. Um, but by the end of the night, it was me and Kendall, uh, John Bull, and Grant. Okay. And that was it. Uh, and there was, I think it was about 10 o'clock-ish, 10.30. Everybody kind of went back. And right. we got into a mad game of Jenga. Like, it was intense. Giant Jenga. Giant Jenga, yeah. The big, with the huge blocks and stuff. And uh, eventually, uh, we ended up going. We, I, I tried to close my tab like three times, and Grant kept buying more <laughs> rounds Alcohol. of shots. Right. Eventually, he, he ordered <clears throat> two beers for everybody, I think, and a round of shots. And he says, all right, when we finish these, we can go. And then I, I don't even think that was it. So but yeah, we were into a, a mad game of Jenga. Uh, Grant and John Bull lost a massive bet, which they had to embarrass themselves during the fifth round, which was pretty funny. Did you guys see him do? No, that? yeah. No. It was what they dumb. had to do? They both stand up at the first casualty that John got. They had to stand up on their chair and sing, "I'm too bashy for my shirt," like I'm too sexy. Uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. That's good. You didn't see him do? No, it? I did not. Oh, well, I did. Grant was, was at the table in front of me, and I saw it. I'm like. Uh, Oh, well, they like, were this is why it. nobody likes you. <laughs> oh, well, I thought it was funny. But anyway, so we decided to go back. Grant, pretty drunk. John's <laughs> all right. Should we take whatever Grant did from that moment on and just file that away as, like, I, ask Grant? I, I'm not I'm not uh, uh, snitching on anybody, but I just want to make it perfectly clear to all Chaos Cup organizers. I had nothing to do <laughs> with what happened afterwards. I apologized. I cleaned it up. And then when I went upstairs, I said, Grant, you probably need to go to bed. And he goes, him and John go, rabble, 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 rabble. And I went, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I went right to bed. So the next morning, Scott. S- no, well, hold on. Okay. So the rest of the night after you went to bed, we went downstairs and they were playing board games downstairs again. And it started getting crazy and people started getting trying to get me to drink more. And I, I knew I had just enough to be good. So I was like, no, I don't want any of this or that. And then there's some pictures of us being drunk and all that. But, yeah, Grant got a little grabby. And finally, we were like, just go to bed, go to bed. And he finally just goes, fine, I'm going to bed. And he walked off mad, maybe. I don't think he was mad, but he went to bed. I don't, I don't know. know how much he remembers. Once though. again, very clearly, I had nothing to do with it. We're going to pick up on that right when we come back. Who wants an orange whip? Orange whip? Orange whip? Three orange whips. Okay, so we're back. This is Sunday morning. I get up. I come on down. I start to get my breakfast. I'm not hungover. I'm just tired. 
And I see Katie. And Katie goes, hey, Scott, can I talk to you for a second? And I was like, holy crap. I'm going to get in trouble for something that I didn't do. And because Katie wasn't around, but I'm pretty sure she probably heard that Scott was drinking. And while I think I'm a fairly fun drunk, I try not to be like destructive or anything else. So I was like, what happened? You're very uh, look at me, look at me, attention drunk. Oh. And that's annoying. To Steve. No, to everybody. And I then Steve funny. feels I, like he needs to control you and he can't. So you can't control me, Steve. I know. I can't control you. No. I say stop buying Blood Bowl teams and you still buy them. Mm hmm. <laughs> so anyways katie goes can i talk to you for a second and i was like why is she talking to me after later i talked to katie i'm not going to get into what we talked about or what went on but i had no clue what she was talking about and yet i felt like she doesn't believe me right <laughs> so i it didn't connect the dots until later that you said you were a witness to some things right so somebody probably said those people were out with scott mm -hmm. and she thought it was me right well because i kind of <laughs> organized the the fox and hound because sure. i was like you guys all want to go and like yeah, we're you, had, go. Yeah, and you had a car and and i made sure everybody else. got there sure so it wasn't until later like in some ways i was kind of butthurt a little bit like why am i getting blamed for this you know like last year we closed down the the Chaos Cup room a few times, and yeah. I thought we were responsible about that. Yeah, definitely. And even even the night before, Saturday, security closed the top room down. Mm -hmm. And uh, Last year. Well, no, this year they did they, too yeah. because some people got rowdy downstairs, mm -hmm. and I guess they closed down the stairs. And even when the security guy was up there and some people were arguing with him, I, I just lied. I said, no, they made us do this last year because oh. I just wanted to be calm and get everybody I'm downstairs. I'm pretty sure that you're supposed to clear out of that room before midnight. No matter what. I'm not sure, but I, I just played the card of, they right. made us do this yeah. last year just to keep everybody calm. The security guy kind of was, he was a little wuss anyways, and he would have been scared to death. So, anyways, I was really scared, like, I was getting blamed for something I didn't do that morning. So, shook that off, had breakfast, and then went on up to the room. Once again, nothing to do with it. <laughs> I didn't do anything. And I had even less to do with it than Scott. Right. Well, I mean, I was there <laughs> drinking, and I was a witness. And it wasn't really anything too No, bad. it wasn't. But I plead the fifth. <laughs> it's just certain things are not to be used as sleds. But, you know. <laughs> it, it, was a little, it was out of hand. But we were cleaning it up and apologizing profusely to the security guard and the manager. And then I went to bed, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of... And the great thing is, is I really didn't know what happened until, like, hours later. <laughs> right. Right. When you came in, like, Katie was asking me what happened. I was like, oh, maybe she got us confused. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot about on Thursday... Was it... No, Thursday. Friday? Yeah, <laughs> Thursday. Sorry, I'm trying to remember. On Thursday, we had the leftover pizza. And we were looking for a microwave for the Swedes. But there's no microwave where it used to be. So Scott finally went to go ask somebody, and the guy was like, yeah, it's just right around the corner. I'm like, no, it's not there. We already looked. The The hotel guy was just like, you could tell he was so frustrated with Scott. He's just like, dude, it's right here. Oh. Uh, hey, hey, Jose, do you know where the microwave is? <laughs> it's like, uh, is it not over there? Somebody hit no? it. No. Somebody hit it or stole it? No, hit it. They put it down in a cabinet. Oh. For real. Yeah. The guy thought I was a buffoon. He did. <laughs> he had that complete look of like exasperation, like, God damn. Do you not why know is what a microwave looks like? Exactly. It was the same look your father gives you when you try to start the lawnmower and you can't do it. And he did knows you try he's going to do it in one oh. pull. Yeah. I know how to pull the damn. Tr yes, I tried. Okay. 
I just had to throw that in because I thought it that, was That funny. was a funny story. So, round five. Um, I'll start again. Round five, I got to play the 40 Miners. Brian Mitchell, Extreme. And I'd never played him before, and I'd never played against the 40 Miners. So that was very fun. And it was a rough, tough game. It felt like I was pulling out. I was played the game of my life, and he was having to pull out every trick in the book. And we tied one to one, and he, I was very happy. He plays quick too, doesn't he? Yes, he does. I mean, he's got that team. In yeah, his absolutely. Head. I don't know if he does that with every team, but I'm, I've watched some of his games. No, it's great because yeah. it's how I am usually too. Because I'm just like, oh, okay, there's only so many things you can do. Just yeah. So we finished quick, and it was a lot of fun. Like I said, it was one to one. I was okay with it. Wasn't super happy, but you know, cool. I, I could have pulled out a win, but I didn't. It's fine. Uh, my round five. So I'm going into day two. I believe, you know, I had 23 casualties. I think Katie said, like, I think Jonas had, he's near the top table. He had 16, I think. And I think Brian Mitchell had 17 at the time. So I have a six casualty lead in the race. And I'm like, that's fine. I got two rounds left. All I got to do is average three or four next two games. Isn't this where you were convinced that Wooden Spoon is precedent to most casualties. <laughs> no, they tried to play this joke on right, me. Right. Oh, well, so <laughs> yeah. here's how this goes. I'll, I'll tell you about that right after this. So round five, I get a Skaven team. And I'm thinking, oh, great, a Skaven team. But they're this low. That's great because he can score his touchdowns. I get a seven armor. This game, <laughs> I shouldn't bitch, but I only got two casualties. Two casualties. He beat me seven to nothing. Okay. I played uh, Sargon, uh, Chris. Sargon uh, the Sorcerer? <laughs> I guess. Chris Cutie, Cuddy, C-U-D-D-Y. Um, nice guy. <sighs> I just couldn't break armor to save my life. It wasn't until like the second or third play of the second half that I got my first casualty. Jeez. And we used my dice. They sucked. His dice were rolling lights out. Anything he did... He never used a reroll. Yeah. He, he dodged away. He did this, which I expect him to dodge away. Sure, whatever. So I started using his dice. Well, they'd roll ones for me. I had multiple turns in this game where five out of six ogres went bonehead. Jeez. Which was amazing. Like, even him, he was like, oh, dude, I can't like believe this. like a fumble this. game. Yeah, he was just like, it was, it felt, Jeff was going to argue with me about this, but it felt like the worst game I've ever seen rolled. Yeah. And if you would have told me the stories about it, I would have said you're exaggerating. So it was just one of those games where nothing could go right. I was happy to get two casualties <laughs> because I didn't think I was going to get any. Right. And I was very upset. Scott. Oh, so when I turned in my roster sheet, yeah. um, Katie said, she's like, you know you're going to have to do something you know, you should start trying to win or something like that. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, the wooden spoon takes precedent over the most casualty award. And I was like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, it's in the rule book or whatever. Something like this. She mm -hmm. was pretty convincing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, just drop me from the tournament. I was done. I was so <laughs> frustrated from that game. And I was just like, screw it. I just won't get the last spoon because I won't be playing. I'm done. I'll go sit down. <laughs> And then they all got a kick out of that. They all laughed. Yeah, Jonas I came over and he was talking about how I feel bad because 
That might have been round four. I can't remember if that was four or okay. this day. But I remember Joe was talking to me about it. He's like, yeah. we immediately set, re, had to re... <laughs> he he looked like back. he was going to cry yeah. or beat oh, me up. I don't know which. I, I was so furious. And at that point, I was just like, okay, fine. I'll just enjoy the rest of my trip. Whatever. If that's really in the rule book, I can't fight it. So Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so I played uh, the guys in NAF name is Bashka, and he played Chaos Dwarfs. Um, you play Ezard. Ezard? Yeah. Is that his name? I don't know if that's his last name or what, but I know maybe. That's all I know him by. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had the cast wars. Well, I, I looked it up on the, on the NAF deal. That's his NAF name. I, I'm i assuming his last name's Ezard. I, or maybe his first name's Ezard. I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway. Brian we, Mitchell played him around six. That's we had a great game, uh, me and him. Um, it was tied 1-1. One, uh, one, it, and we were like just a few turns left, and I was able to take a one die block against his bull centaur without block with my werewolf, and I got I knocked him out, which pretty much sealed the game Jeez, for me because I was able to go yeah. up the sideline and cage my uh, sure-handed ghoul with block dodge um, down his side of the pitch, and so I was able to pull out the two-one win. Nice. It was a good game, but it was tight the whole way. I thought we were going to draw for sure, but then I had this. One move, one die roll that won it for me. Nice. So now we're getting ready to go into round six. Oh, we had a we broke for lunch. We went to Portello's again. Oh yeah, I had a hamburger. It's much better this time. I had another hot Italian beef and a shake. It was good. <clears throat> shake was pretty decent. I mean, like a lamb shank or no shake. a shake. Oh, I thought you said shank. <laughs> <laughs> and a shank. Yeah, I had a hamburger. It was, and a, a, shank. It was a filed off toothbrush. Well, no, they do like the you know hog shanks and the yeah, lamb right, right. shanks. No, I had another Italian beef, but I tried the sweet peppers because everybody told me they're amazing. Were they good? I guess I'm not a sweet pepper guy. I don't like them. I so, just like it plain. Although I put a little cheese on my yeah. Mine. That, that's the way I'd go in the future. Mm-hmm. So going into round six at Cat's Cup, if you're not familiar with it, you get to take two players from the zero to sixteen position and give them two mutations. Right. So I put foul appearance on two thralls. Which didn't matter at all. Whatever. Gotcha. Uh, I played Anthony Albano, his Norse team. So that was fun. The Governators. Not both down approved. Right. Um, two Orphroners with guard and block. Annoying as hell. Two runners with tackle. And a lineman with sure hands. And then the two Berserkers. So it was frustrating. Um. Well, I don't know how I did. I guess I lost. <laughs> I didn't write that down. Shit. Well, I will go look. All right, so we're gonna go to my round six. Um, I had everything else written down. Yeah. Who really cares, right? No, Who'd you give I your mean, mutations to. No. I gave. I also did foul appearance to two snotlings. They're snotlings. What else do you give them? Horns. Diving okay. tackle. You can't give no. him diving tackle. Claw. Yeah, claw. That's amazing. Um, Tentacles. I played uh, <laughs> Alex Mitchell and his Necro team. Um, it was a very odd game. Um, long story short, I only got three casualties. Very long story, very short. Um, his strategy was not to pick up any of his players. I don't know if it was a group effort to keep my casualties at a minute. His dad was up for casualty award too, very close. So I don't know if he was helping dad or whatever. 
or it doesn't matter. I got three casualties. I decided when it didn't look like he was going to go pick up the ball and walk in the end zone, I decided, fine, let's play it out. And so I won one nothing. Probably should have won 2 nothing. I tripped on the goal line, rolled a 1 going for it on first half. So I, I, won, lo- I won 1-0. I lost 3 nothing. That's why I forgot. You lost 3 nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, yeah, it was that's a good game to forget. Yeah, it was one of those I couldn't do anything. So what did you end up your record being? Well, there was that loss, mm-hmm. two other losses, two wins. And a tie. And a tie. So you went 2-3-1. and one. Yep. Uh, I went one win, five losses. I only ended up with 28 casualties, which at this point, I was really worried about the casualty award. And we'll talk about awards in a second. Scott. Uh, so my last game I played is an AF name, Try Not to Explode. And so far I played. Wait, what? His name's Try, try Not to Explode. I don't know. What That's his NDF name. That's great. So far in this tournament, I played one Dark Elf, two Dwarfs, and two Chaos Dwarfs. So round six, of course. Another chaos dwarf. Team. Yeah, of course, why not? Uh, so I put claw on both on two zombies. Nice. Um, it worked out amazing. <laughs> like right out of the gate, I casualtyed one of, the, or I knocked out one of his guys. My werewolf ended up casualtying a guy. It was I dominated from the get go with the claw. It was just breaking like crazy. Um, I think probably three out of four times I, with if I hit with a claw guy, I was breaking his armor. Wow. Wow, it was that crazy. is awesome, and I ended up winning three zero. So it was just a one sided game, unfortunately. So your final record was my final record was four wins, one tie, and one loss. So four wins on the second day. So after I was in sixty sixth place, you got four after wins round as two. A... I came back with four straight wins. Nice. Jeez. So after my game, I knew I haven't even had four wins at a tournament <laughs> ever. Yeah. I think that's the best I've ever done. So yeah. So after my game, I my game obviously ended quick. I went over. Um, at this time, Valdrick, I'm, Valdrick keeps coming by Mike Muller, and he's like looking at my casualties and stuff. And he's like, "I think you're doing okay." And I was like, "Yeah, but Mitchell has a good chance of getting it too. He wasn't too far behind me." He's like, "Oh, he didn't have any." So I went over and was watching Brian Mitchell's game, and it didn't look like he had any casualties. But then I noticed. Ezard didn't have all his full Chaos Dwarf team on the field. Then I'm looking and trying not to... I hate asking people questions during the middle of the game, especially when it's an award you're after or whatever, because right. it's kind of selfish. So I didn't, I wasn't asking any questions. Um, but I was looking, and I noticed Brian Mitchell got a casualty. Ezard would put the casualty over in the reserve box. He was playing it the opposite way. Oh. He was putting all the casualties in the reserve box. That's why Mike Muller didn't think uh, Brian Mitchell got any casualties. Well, he got a whole bunch of casualties. <laughs> but we'll talk about that in a second. So should we go to awards? Sure. Uh, we'll start off with the most prestigious, which was the coming in 52nd and getting nothing. That was me. Well, haven't you won that like the last five? No. Last time cups? I was second to last. Oh, okay. You did better this year. Sure. Okay, overall. Can we just talk about how there are no easy teams at Chaos Cup besides you? (coughs) There's really not. No. Like last year, playing Stunty, losing all those damn games, getting to the bottom table, and I'm still going up against freaking Chaos Packs and Undead. Not many people take just jack-off teams to Chaos Cup. 
So well, no, it's Casca. Most people go to win. It's I six rounds, that, so they go. They usually play the best team. I guess so. I guess I expected more people to be playing stunty or playing stuff for fun. And well, it's the same reason. If that does happen, I don't see them. I want to take Kimry to Cast Cup, yeah. but I don't know if I want to be stuck with Kimry and two agility for six games. Yeah. So that's that's why people usually take their better team. So how did how did four vampires work on the field for you overall? For most games, it wasn't a huge problem. The game against Anthony, yeah, my vampires were failing left and right. I was that was the only game where I was actually casualing my own guys. There was a couple games like I would, I would, ca- you know, I'd bite my guys, but I, I could position it to where I was biting the same guy time and time again. So if I needed to, so it just meant like I had one guy on the field that kept getting hit. Wasn't that huge deal, but that game, I just started losing people, and then. I couldn't get to certain people and all this at most. Two might even be better because you can load up your thralls on being people to do stuff. And then you have your vampires to go in and do blitzes or, you know, just be your safeties or something. But I I enjoyed them. They're fun. They're not a favorite team for me. They're not bashy. They're not agy. They're just kind of middle of the road. And if they work, they're amazing. If they don't work, you die. I like them. Enough. So what do you take next year? It'll depend on next year. I don't I don't <laughs> Whatever have a clue. Whatever the team is. I hope it's it might goblins. Be. So you'll take goblins. I need a goblin team painted before I can take goblins. <laughs> but I wouldn't hate it. I enjoyed playing goblins. Ugh, that awful. was the team that I lost four games, but I enjoyed it. Ugh, I would take Strap of Sorehead and I'd be throwing them. That would be my strategy. Gotcha. All right. So, luckily, I got most brutal nice. by one casualty. Over extreme? Over extreme, yeah. Good. He, he was in a situation where he could have bashed the, that last turn or, and I don't know, take a loss or take a tie, but he had something, some kind of iffy play where he decided to take the win, I think, on that. Anyways, I won. He got he earned twenty seven casualties. I got I, I earned twenty eight by not playing defense. So, as you kind of can tell from how you stated that, what do you think about that? Because you you really are kind of gaming the system, like someone who decides not to play the team to help someone else or whatever. You're kind of gaming the system by changing the winning condition to you getting casualties. So, I don't think I would ever do it again. Okay. One, I really don't. How can I say this without sounding like a jerk? (laughs) As I was playing my game, I noticed things that the other players were doing that, like, if it was a real game, they would have been probably not such good strategic moves. Okay. If that makes sense. So, you felt like you could beat them, but you were going for casualties rather than winning i don't think i could have necessarily beat him with my ogre team but you know if i was playing a, a race i was familiar with yeah you know necro or something like that but i might not have been even matched up against those people so mm-hmm. it's really unfair to say that oh, absolutely um i don't know the whole not pick here's the deal chance said never go for the ball never go for the ball just mm-hmm. let them run around you i allowed 
26 touchdowns. That was 27. Well, it might have been 27. <laughs> Either way. Um, it was a lot. It was quite a bit. When Chance did this same strategy, he only allowed 17. So I don't know what he was doing different because he was telling me about, you know, your opponents are just going to run around you. They're going to have fun. They're going to help line up guys against if you. If I remember correctly, he put his people around the ball. Like he didn't go to pick it up, but he put people around so they had to come to him. Okay. Well, if he did that, then maybe that's the difference. I, I don't know. I I talked to him before in between games, and I tried to just follow that strategy. But okay. It, it was really hard to forget the ball and just let people run by you and go for casualties. And it's it's way more stressful than it should be. Mm-hmm. I know casualties are supposed to be fun, but when you you feel like any time you don't crack that armor, you feel like you failed. Mm-hmm. And I had quite a few turns, especially in that second day, only the five casualties against you know a seven-armor team and a fairly other low-armor team. It's just – it was – Frustrated. I was happy I got the award. I don't think I could ever do it again. I, I got my award at Chaos Cup. I'm happy. Good. So, I don't know what to say. It it, it does feel like I milked the system a little bit, mm-hmm. but people have done that over in the NAF because... Sure. Yeah. Uh, Chance had this build and somebody beat him to it to go play, and they set some, I think, a NAF record or something with casualties. Chance wants to do it again someday because he wants to really – he thinks you can break, I think it's 40 casualties or something, which is probably possible, but it's not possible for me because right. <laughs> it doesn't feel like I break a lot of armor and stuff. But my ogre ranking is really destroyed now, though. Of course. And it's going to be forever destroyed. <laughs> and that kind of sucks when you you know, think about having a good ranking with – being respectful with all the races. But – Sort was, of, if you look at your uh, ogre, quote-unquote, ogre team last year, wasn't really an ogre team. No, it, it was, was a star player team. team with snotlings. How, you you but, and Matt McDonough can talk about how no, crappy I'm, it I'm, is, but play it at Chaos Cup and do but better. No, what I'm saying is that the record is different because of that, too. So you have ogre record from getting casualties. You have an ogre record from taking star players and crutching them. So... Why are these – these are negatives, obviously, and the other ones are positive because you did pretty good last year. I also played Ogres at Spiky Cup and got third place. Absolutely you did, so. yes. So Steve is just going to devalue my ranking of Ogres is what he's trying to say. Well, it's just because you lost so bad at Chaos Cup. I know. Doubled it, it, it's, it's such a variance of how they could be played. Of course. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. I, okay. I still don't know exactly how I feel about it. Yeah. Because – like Brian Mitchell, he just had dwarves. He was just going power. He had some mighty blow on it. He won games and still almost got the casualty record. Yeah. Or the casualty awards. So I would much rather do it with a Norse team or somebody else. Okay. So. Yeah, and like last year when I was close to it with halflings, it felt like I was deserving because, you know, I wasn't going for casualties up until the last game. Yeah, I, yeah. I get it. Okay. Scott, how'd you do? So, yeah, I won an award. So, like I said, after the first two rounds, I was at 66th place. But then I had four straight wins, and I bumped up 56 places to 10th. So, I got best comeback. That's amazing. That is awesome. It was pretty exciting. And a top 10 finish. Yes. And what is your rank now in the United States as a Necro player? In the U.S., I am number one Necro player in the United States. He says bring it. 
Well, I don't know about that, but it's pretty exciting. So He's putting I, a challenge out there to Nate Beam. He said, don't play Necro <laughs> in your town. You come to our town, and I'll my Necro versus yours, and these guys will... The both down guys will set up a matchup round hey, one. I'm we, down. If we go to a Oracle Cup next year, that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm that's just joking, six of games of double points with I Necro. I will probably play Necro again because that's like a tier system, right, where you have to have so many. It's a team, and we have to have four different teams, I believe. Right. Anyway, um, yeah, so pretty exciting, but I'm, I'm still on the second page of the, of the world ranking, so. When you have a good ranking in the United States, just take that one. Okay. I wasn't even going to talk about the world ranking. It's okay. No, my goal is I just want to play them one more time and see if I can bump onto that first page. I got you. And then I'll probably. That's good, though. I don't know. We'll see. I would biggest like to... comeback. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, best comeback. It was, it was pretty exciting with four straight wins. So, And those are the, that's the most wins I've ever had in any So tournament. you've got a trophy from Chaos Cup. You've got a trophy from Chaos Cup. Alan's got one. Alan got a trophy from Chaos Cup. Michael got Michael one. Michael Lewis got a trophy from Chaos Cup. Right. I've got Jack and shit. Sorry, bro. And Hold again, on. this year, I won liquor in Hold. the drawing. <laughs> Hold on. Let's get to Steve's most exciting moment. Okay, yes. That is probably better. Because this is where Steve's more happy about this than any result from Chaos Cup. So we walk in to set up the room on Saturday, and Tom's there with Impact, and the, he's got this, like, outcropping of tables with boxes of figures on it. I'm like, what's that? He's like, and, you know, he's it's not saying anything. I mean, he's, he's got a surgery for his wife coming up. They need to make money, so he p- put his own collection up to sell. So he had all kinds of stuff of his own to sell. So much stuff. So much good stuff. So what Steve has got out of Chaos Cup oh. is... Things in package, because Steve's that guy that wants to keep things in package for some reason. Steve did not buy everything he could have. Steve wanted to just Steve must take not have all enough the goods. money. No, Steve just, I didn't want to be a douche. <laughs> if people needed it, they can get it. I don't need it, so I let it go. I did, however, get like the elf. Phil found the elf I needed. You found Lucky Luke I needed. And found a couple other pieces I needed. Scott found the Lucky Luke he needed, but he thought it was... (laughs) I thought it was a remint of the casting. Oh, okay. And I didn't think Steve would even want it. And then Steve was like, yeah, I need that. And I was like... I found you the chainsaw guy you needed. I know, but I'm never going to find Lucky Luke again. You might. No, I won't. You You already have a unicorn for that team. If you don't have it, I have no chance. Well, I haven't really been looking. Okay. There's one on eBay. Anyways, yeah. I owed Steve enough because he's gave me plenty of stuff, so I had to give up my Lucky Luke. I appreciate it. For his super but, collection. Yeah, so I do like sealed stuff. It's just fun and goofy. So I've waited until the end for most stuff. But I did find a thread in package that I bought. Um, so you I know did... I'm raiding your room if you die. Oh, go for when it. I'm, yeah. If you're still my roommate. You should. Oh, I'm taking all that stuff. Dude, we're coming home from the funeral and just taking everything. I've, not from the no, funeral. You should before like... we ever call anybody to say, I think Steve passed. So I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before. A uh, buddy of ours, then, at one point, he had a brain infection that we all thought he was going to die from. Straight up thought he was going to die. So we had the whole go to his house, clean the hard drive of porn clean you know find the porn magazines to take him out and all this so since i was at his house i was like instead of fighting over stuff like 
after he's dead. Maybe I should take something now that I would remember him by. <laughs> so I grabbed his uh, Legion flight ring because it was like a collectible, like Legion ring. I was like, I'll remember him by this. So I took that, and then once he survived and pulled through, I'm like, hey, so I have your Legion ring. <laughs> Why? Because I thought you were going to die. Oh, okay. So, no, I don't blame you. <clears throat> yeah, I'm taking all that stuff. But I did. So I, I might I, even make a video of me opening all that stuff up. Oh, <laughs> this is not right, dude. Oh, <laughs> this is that's not harsh. Right. <laughs> that's <a> harsh. <laughs> so, Especially this block Dyson package. Oh, <laughs> I thought, speaking of. I found some, you know, I posted online about all the different types of packaging that you could be for Blood Bowl. And I know that there's one other type I don't have, which is like the blue package that has the Blood Bowl font that says Blood Bowl. I think it's only in Italy or Germany one. Mm-hmm. I don't have any of those. So I like, want to get one of those. But since Tom had, uh, what was it, Blood Bowl, bbfigs.com? Right. And he sold stuff directly from uh, Blood Bowl directly. So he had all kinds of just random stuff. He had in bag, like an actual bag, a Blood Bowl Ogre, 5th Ed. And I was like, what are these? I've never seen this before. He's like, well, that's how I got them, you know, wholesale. I was like, cool. So I have in a sealed bag. And the bag says New Line Cinema on back. So we hypothesized that they were Lord of the Ring bags, that they got repurposed to be Blood Bowl bags. I think Tom made that story up just to make you buy it. It worked, though. It did work, yeah. It's <laughs> no, I Tom, it was really cool. Tom had a whole bunch of stuff. You got a team or two, didn't you? I bought I bought the third edition box set of the Dark Elves. Right. I bought, uh, was it sealed? Yes, but I opened it right away. <laughs> yes. Good for you. That's already open and put together. <laughs> So if, if you are Drew. thinking about buying anything and you need anything Blood Bowl related or Impact related, buy from Tom. You know, he needs the money right now. He'd be more than happy to help you out. Go to his Kickstarter. He put one up for dice. Yeah, all the different size dice. He's a great guy. He comes and helps support Blood Bowl. He's the reason we have the rule book the way it is. He had to make pretty good money off us because I know Drew and Chance were looking through stuff because Drew I, has that braff thing. That yeah. They, I was going to say, I personally know at least five or six people that spent at least almost 200 bucks each. I almost spent $200. I, I, I went I from, did. I'm not going to spend any money to like, ah, oh, crap, all this stuff's here. I bought a whole reptilioid army from RFM miniatures that oh. I don't need at all. But you don't have them, so you need them. No, they're just goofy little lizard dudes. Right, to go with your other six lizard men team. I only have five now. Yeah, well. One got stolen. One got stolen? Yeah. We had people steal stuff off our porch. Yes. Vandals, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, a lizard man team came in the mail, and I was sending out like $400 worth of other crap. So whoever stole them... Fuck you, because all you got was Blood Bowl miniatures, dice, and both down t-shirts. Enjoy. Well, they might. If they do, great. Come out to a tournament and give me them back. Have you been cruising eBay and Craigslist, see if they got them? Yeah. <laughs> but they they won't even know what they are. Mm. I'm sure they tossed them. There's probably in a trash can around here. That'd be awesome if we see some just random dude with a both down athletic department <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Where'd you get that shirt? Um, my mom got it for me. Punch in the face. Yeah, exactly. 
I want my lizard man team. Yes. No, yeah, I, I bought a bunch of stuff too. I found a bunch of second ed dwarves, chaos dwarves, and miscellaneous stuff. It was pretty awesome. Well, maybe the guys who stole it now like playing Blood Bowl. Yeah. It would be worth it then. There you go. There you go. You gave back yeah. to the community. You can think Yay. positively about it. So then we said all our goodbyes. Maybe they tried to eat them because it looked like candy, like the dice, <laughs> and they choked on them and died. Okay, that got dark. No, that's still positive. <laughs> wow, that did get dark. It's positive. Anyways. A thief died. After the awards. Jesus would be happy. Which we saw a repeat Chaos Cup champion, Jonas. Yeah, Lindgren, we sure did. Won again from Sweden. And back to back. Back to back with Norse. Which his build is crazy. Yeah, it is. He does like two runners and then like one blitzer and then the rest lineman. Yeah. I assume Chance will have him on the podcast talking about it since Chance was at top table too. It is wild. Yeah. Chance and Jonas both had the same records. They both tied their game in the final at top table and it came down to tiebreakers. So hats off to both of them. I kind of think in a situation like that, they should just go to overtime. Just to have a clear winner since yeah. you're going to have a first and second place. Yeah. I mean. You could be playing forever, though. You really could be. But. Well, eventually you just do like a sudden death. And you just keep going until. I don't scores. know the right answer. And that technically yeah. is the right answer because it, it everybody knew going in. But it just sucks. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, we said our goodbyes to everybody. And then most people cleared out. We cleaned up. And then um, who was left? It was some of the Canadian guys, the pitch invasion guys, mm-hmm. the guys from Colorado were left. Swedes. They all, the Swedes and us went to the breakfast place. Yeah, we went to Beverly's Pancake House. Was that the one here? Well, it's not Beverly's. I can't remember what it was. Baker's. Beverly's the one's here off Northwest Express. Okay, um, yeah. So it was a different pancake maybe house. Maybe Baker's or Walker's. I think it was Walker's Yeah, pancake. Walker's Pancake House. It was pretty good. We we like I think out of the six of us, we had four people get bacon in a pancake or a Belgian waffle. Yeah, I had me some uh, poached go. eggs with some holiday sauce. <laughs> That's a callback to the beginning. Gotta like that. It was you should probably delicious. cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it was a good place. I yeah. actually liked it. Yeah, it was a good food place. We need to probably eat there. In it was next a weird um, looking place. It was kind of classy, but their prices didn't reach. It was like classy. gauche classy. Yeah. Like, well, you can't beat bacon in the pancake. No. I got Belgian waffle. I should have got pancake. Oh, I like waffles better. But I normally do, but the, you know, it was okay. Yeah, I'd go back there and eat, though. So we had a good meal. We came back to the hotel. We met up with the other guys who went to Jameson's. Mm-hmm. Um, we avoided that this time around. And then that's when we played some... Would you hear about that, too? Yeah, they had terrible service. Yeah. yeah so... Don't go to Jameson's. Right. No matter how much the driver wants to take you there, don't go. Don't. The reason he tells you to go there is because he gets free soup. Sure. I don't blame him. He does? Yes. For every time he brings somebody there, he gets free soup. That's a fact. Okay. Jonas wouldn't lie. Just we take have, have him take you somewhere else and get him leftovers. <laughs> exactly. Um, came back and we played some. You guys played. The Grizzled. You played the Grizzled with a small group of guys. I played Camel Up with a small group of guys. Not a small group. I guess it was eight of us, which saw, I think, 
Tim won a few times. I can't remember who won. Anyways, it was good. We had some good laughs, and I think we stayed up till almost 10, and we finally was like... Yeah, it wasn't too late, and we just said our goodbyes and buggered off. Yeah. I trucked back that night. I made it to Rolla. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did. Did we do Oberweiss that night? Yeah, we did. We did with the Canes because we talked Tim yeah, into getting some. Tim was trying to be good. We learned that Oberweiss, you don't have to say a scoop of ice cream. You can say a child's cup, which is like a half a scoop of ice cream. Oh, you can? Yes. Tim Lawson figured that out. That's good to know. The smartest thing Tim Lawson's ever done. So <laughs> we thank Tim Lawson for that, and we will get the child's cup next year. No, I'm just going to keep Steve's with, not. He's going to keep with the cake and the ice cream. I'm going to try not to go off my rocker. I think I'm following suit on you next year. Yeah. Sounds good. Because, like, the ice cream is really good. I got the Sunday. Did we go three times? I don't even know. No, I wasn't going to tell everybody. We we had our stories out of order. We didn't go Thursday night with the Swedens. We went Friday night and Sunday. That makes more sense. But I I wasn't going to say anything to mess up the podcast. Okay. (laughs) I was like, I only remember going twice. Yeah, we only went twice. Um, I almost went right before I left. I was like, I should get some. We need to take more notes next time so we don't get our stories mixed up. Yeah. That's pe- people enjoy it, but I got a Sunday this time and it was fine. It just, it was too much. Simplicity is not always overrated. And then uh, we said our goodbyes and we trucked back at. Got up at five thirty and yeah, left at six. Golly. Good lord, y'all are crazy. We got back about what six thirty. So it's so nice though. We got home at six. I think, I think maybe we all got home about the same time as I, I was only a couple hours ahead of you because I mm-hmm. texted you about that wreck. Yeah, you told us about the did wreck. Did you avoid it or did you hit it? We didn't hit any wreck. We had oh, a good. little bit of traffic, traffic, but it wasn't bad. Good. They we even stopped at Hicks Barbecue, <laughs> where after we Which, ate barbecue, if you go to our Facebook, we need to remember not to go to Hicks. I like it's Hicks. only okay. It's fine. Well, I need to get better stuff. You get the same thing every time. And I, the turkey's horrible. <laughs> Nobody should get turkey at a barbecue place. I fucking love turkey. <laughs> turkey barbecue is good if it's done wow. right. Yeah, if it's done right. This is not done right. <laughs> so, yeah, we we went the back way in, and then we went the easy way out. <laughs> and we saw a big, giant hot dog guy. We did. That looked like a big dong. It did. It really Holding really. a hot dog. Did you see our picture? You're not on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. You're not. Oh. You keep talking. So Scott will bring it up. So we're driving by, and I'm like, did you just see that? He goes, yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, we're stopping and getting photos, right? He's like, of course we are. So we turn around, and as we're getting to there, he's like, it's too bad no one else is here to take our photo. And these other people, while we were taking photos of each other, pulled up. And they're like... That's a penis. Oh, totally I told is. you, it looks just like a penis holding a hot dog, doesn't and it? And if you go from the side, it looks like he has balls. Yeah. Because he's not a hot dog in a bun. He's just a hot dog holding a hot dog in a bun. <laughs> but I, I love the idea of the design team going, okay, um, Bob, I need something for a hot dog Oh, place. you got somebody to take pictures for you? Yeah, so when we pull up... <laughs> These other people pull up and they start to get out of their car. And I thought, oh, great. It's the locals and they're mad at us. And I was like, <laughs> we just, we're out of towners. We just want to take a picture. And they're like, we're out of town too. We're taking pictures. And I was yeah, like, that thing's I was ridiculous. Like, we're exchanging <laughs> pictures. So we took pictures of them and they took pictures of us. Nice. But I'm pretty sure that they were like, okay, how about a hot dog holding and making another hot dog? Okay, cool. But so it's going to have legs and arms, right? Yeah. So I like the hand placement there, Scott. Yeah, I, like, I was groping his penis. 
It's like, okay, but so the hot dog's going to have, like, hot dog going between his legs, so it's going to look like a dong? Okay, well, we'll just bend it back to make it look like a butt. <laughs> okay. And then they got it made. They're like, okay, now it looks like a penis with balls. I feel like you're, okay, you're putting we need to way put too a cape much. On it. You're putting way too much. I'm trying to justify show, the cape. They didn't. There was no design team. There was one drunk <laughs> hillbilly who was like, we need a dang, dang mascot. Yeah. He, just, he went out with some materials and he made one that day. It, it's, it's, it's pretty cl- good it's looking, good but mascot. nobody wanted to tell him anything wrong with it. No, they no. were just like, "Great job, great job." No, I'm pretty sure the cape is there to make it not look like it has balls. There you go. <laughs> it, probably so, but it, it was pretty I showed amazing. It to, I showed it to someone, and they're like, "I think it's funny how it's bolted down." I go, "What are you kidding? Somebody, somebody, somebody stole would take that, that. or, or have stolen before? Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, guaranteed, that's been stolen." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was the last cool thing we saw. That was the best thing on the whole trip. Really. Six games of Blood Bowl, some good sushi. The weird hot dog thing was the best thing of the whole trip. Not even some pinball action. The, the, I've played those pinball machines. I have not seen the giant amorphous <laughs> All right. dong. All right, if you dog. say so. Um, we made it back in 12 and a half hours. Even stopping at eating. Yeah. So we like, yeah. we hit traffic good. Yeah, it was a good, a good so, drive. But yeah, we were exhausted, and the whole trip was really good this time. Every year. Every year it's really good. And... I say this, I've said it the last couple of years. When I leave Wednesday, I'm already mad because yeah. I tell Steve, <laughs> I know these next few days are going to go by in a blur and it's going to be over. And this is like my vacation time. And I'll, sure enough, it happens every year. I'm already looking forward to next year. Chaos Absolutely. Cup's, Chaos Cup's awesome. If you can't make it to Chaos Cup, you got to come to Oklahoma Bowl. But if you really can do one, go to Chaos Cup. Yeah, no it's question. It's such a great atmosphere. I, well, you'd play an extra game at Oklahoma Bowl, but and two separate tournaments. But but we for us, stay in the same. It's hotel. easy for me to say because I don't travel anywhere for Oklahoma Bowl weekend. I get to travel to Chicago at least for this. If if I knew we could bring in eighty some people every year and I could charge fifty five bucks and I can get a hotel and we can all stay at it, that might change things because then it would feel more like a vacation getaway or. a a camp atmosphere. It'd just be all right if there was... They need a hotel right next to the campus or something. There's plenty of them, but not... Well, they're still kind of far. They're on the other side. That's true. Anyways, it was a great time. Yeah, yeah. always. Absolutely. So, Love seeing I'm everybody. Sorry, I, we keep getting off on tangents. Scott brings us back in. That's his job. Somebody's got to control the situation. There you go. Somebody's got to be mature. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not mature. You guys are old fuckers. We took, pe- <laughs> we took photos because something oh, looked like a penis. Didn't mean to cuss. Shut the fuck up. Oh, that's real mature, Steve. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, like last time we talked about the weight loss challenge, we did not debut anything at the Chaos Cup. Scott's a clear winner, though. Scott oh, yeah, Ryan. no doubt. And everybody paid me. They didn't wear a dress, but they kind of overpaid me. So yes, I'm really happy with that. Everybody did. Yeah, I bought sushi for dinner. Yeah, Steve paid my way into the museum. Michael bought pizza and stuff like that. So we're all good. Right. So maybe but, after a couple months, you guys can decide if you guys want to get serious about losing some weight. No, we're, next episode we'll have a, a more in-depth look at what we're going to call the path to the 24, I think. Is that what we're going to go with? Our path to. to the 24? Sure, you're going to lose 24 pounds. We're going to try to make our lives at least 24% better, whether that means doing 24 push-ups or we're, we're trying to do something. So That's funny. Steve came up with something like 
to something two for your life or something. I don't, I don't remember. He came up with some slogan on the way up there. Yeah, that you, sounded how awesome. How we just lose 24% of our body weight? Because not everybody needs to. Well, I definitely do. Oh, no, absolutely. Oh, we do. you do, for sure. But I'm saying we want this <laughs> to be... Fuck you very much. <laughs> we want this to be for everybody. So at the end of the year, and it's going to be completely voluntary, you know, you're going to have to tell us the truth that you helped yourself, you made yourself better. You're... Yeah, I can't remember what it was. But is it, it a was, prize? Some blood we don't know yet. I'm thinking we're going to do a patch because Scott came up with a cool idea. Doing a patch that, like the both down logo, but with a two and a four in it. Hmm. So cool. But I don't know if we're going to do that now because we can't remember that slogan. Steve came up with something about something for life no. to make you better for life, or I don't. I can't remember what it was. Twenty four like. steps to a better life. No, it was something. To do better for you. To do better for you. It's a path to do better for you. Okay. Something like that. Something like that. Anyways. Diggity. We'll work on it next year. I did take the scale, but nobody used it except me. Because every time I ate something bad, I was like, holy (laughs) crap. I just gained two pounds. Which is why you're not supposed to weigh yourself all the time. (sighs) But yeah. um, So Anthony Albano, shout out to him. He's already on my ass to... Start losing weight, and he says if I lose fifty pounds by next Chaos Cup, he's going to come out to Oklahoma Bowl in twenty seventeen. Ooh! So if anybody else wants to jump on that bandwagon, wait, that's a Oklahoma Bowl twenty eighteen. Yes, twenty eighteen. No, he's going to build a time machine and go back in time. There you go. That's amazing. So if he shows up at this one, then we're, we know you're going to lose that weight by next Chaos Cup. But then I don't have to because he already showed up. See, I knew he's going to get out. I want to destroy the universe. Uh, I want to give out some shout-outs, um, of course, to the sweetest guys, all of them. Sure. Every one of them. Uh, they so are help. we actually doing shout-outs? Sure, let's do some shout-outs. I figured you wanted to do that. Yeah, I guess so. Um, anyways, it's lovely seeing all of them again. They, uh, I bought some chocolates and stuff from them to and give to my family. free chocolates and stuff. Well, you're not supposed to tell people that because then somebody else is like, I didn't get my free chocolate. There are Swedes. They are our Swedes. Exactly. So They even say that. They're like, I guess we really shouldn't be talking about how they praise us so much about being the best podcast. But I guess it's out of the bag. Yeah, so I know. Let's just yeah. They gave me some kind of flowery liquor thing. It was awful. <laughs> but you still drank it, didn't you? Uh, no. Actually, okay. I have a little bit of... I had about half, and then I was kind of like, maybe I'll get used to it if I have a little bit more. No. And like, no. no. It was just one of the little... Oh, one of the little, little bottles. It wasn't like a big one. No, we got great chocolate. I gave out the chocolates I bought from them. Everybody loved them. Um, shout out to Alex Weiss, who heard my call for some ketchup chips. My daughters <laughs> loved them. So thank you very much, Alex. Um, shout out to David Morse through Siggy. I talked to him about bringing some of those amazing gummy bears and gummy worms. My Kids love those as well. Those Did your kids even try them? Yes, they got some. Okay. Dude, I had. here's the truth. I had to get all the candy out of the house, and I didn't really want to share it. So I started giving it to the kids because <laughs> Fat Scott was going to eat it all. Oh, yeah. Because I've been off the wagon since... Chicago did okay. I've had like one bad meal, two good meals. One bad meal, two good meals. And I had something to keep me occupied. Lazy Scott, who was dead tired from being back from Chicago, has been like, I would like to hook up... 
and drink sweet tea intravenously through my veins. Mm -hmm. And it's been hard to get back on the track. This week I have exercised. I've been running my mile without having to stop or anything. I've got the kids running with me again. So I'm back on the course for it. But it was hard, and I had to get all the candy out of the house. So it might have been a few days me and the kids had some candy. <laughs> Those are amazing gummy bears and gummy worms. I know you're a Harboro guy, but Absolutely. this generic b- brand of – you remember those gummy worms from last year that were so juicy that Delicious. we've had at game night? Those things were gone. We had to eat them all. And I wouldn't let my kids have any of the orange ones because oh. that's the kind of dad I am. <laughs> I love the orange ones. <laughs> Dude, the orange are where they're at. And I was like, yep. you can have any of them you want except the orange ones. God, how mad is like 23-year-old Scott that he didn't find those to just drop into a Zima? Uh, he's pretty mad, actually. Those would probably be amazing. Yeah. You know, and to you people who tease me about liking Zima, I don't care. No, it tasted amazing. Do they still make Zima? No, they don't. Did you That's know what they used to drink back in yeah. the day? Oh, yeah. little grenadine. Turn that into Kool-Aid. It was amazing. Um, Man, we would not have been friends in college. <laughs> <laughs> Probably shouldn't even be friends now. But yeah. It's weird how life works that way. Shout out to Katie, Mike, Johnny, Extreme. Uh, yeah, Katie Rochi, for running Everyone show. who was doing the Chaos Cup and the awards and the painting and all that. Most definitely. Any uh, shout-outs for you? Yeah, to uh, John from England. We had a fun time going out. Yeah, it was great meeting definitely. him. I was glad. Even, even I didn't want to have too many loose things. Even Spoon of for course being Spoon. crazy. We had a good time. He bought a, a bunch of rounds of shots. We were having a good time. Lots so. of hugs from Spoons. Oh, a lot yeah. A lot of grabbing nuts and butts and things like that. I didn't experience any of that. I, I think I avoided it. So. I think he's attracted to me. Uh, he may be. He, he he's seems prime like curious. A, he seems like a chubby chaser. He <laughs> likes them bears. <laughs> you know, we didn't talk about otters once. We didn't talk about otters once. Who? Otters. Scott you know was otters obsessed are? with the term otter. No, I think it was Drew. Oh, you know it, oh like bears and otters? Yeah. Like for the gay? Yeah, okay. I didn't, I've never heard the term otter. I learned that this weekend. Otter's the skinnier version of a bear. Right? Is that <laughs> right? right? Yeah, I I, evidently so. Yeah. That's what Drew told us. Is that what you are now? I, yeah, according to Drew. I think you're still a bear. Okay, you got, you got you. about another 50 pounds. Okay, thank you. I'm still I would a bear. believe that, yeah. Steve's a big bear. Oh, yeah. Like a big burly bear. What mm-hmm. do they call the big old bears? Polar bears. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't sense. know, is that right? <laughs> that I don't makes know. sense. <laughs> That's what, yeah, you're okay. kind of pasty. I want to be a panda bear. <laughs> a panda bear? I think yeah. those are for the Asians. Makes sense. The Asian bears, yeah, polar, panda bears. <laughs> is there a, such thing as Asian? I I'm just, so. I'm literally talking out my back. Was I a right red now. panda? I have no idea. Huh? A red, yeah, you're a red panda. Native American, Rob is. Mm. He's a red panda. We went from saying shout outs to now <laughs> okay. derogatory terms so, for fat gay guys. I don't think it's derogatory. No, it's not. I've it's, seen the dudes with the bear tattoos yeah. at the gay bars before. They have bear tattoos. Big, big old bear one. Like the one guy had a big bear on his chest and he oh. was a bear. And other guys have like claws and stuff. Do people have otter tattoos? Or I've never I'm seen ask one. Drew. I've never heard of that. We all know term. what type of bear I'd be and I'm glad none of you have mentioned it. Um, embarrassing? Pedo bear. Pedo bear? That's what I was waiting for. I never even heard of that term. So do let's not, move away from that because Steve has to take something is? that's funny kind of to like creepy pedo weird. Pedo bear is funny. No. That's, He's also kind of creepy. Anyways. Okay. Don't don't Google. See this Do is. Not I don't Google. want Brian too to Google things that sh- he he hears from you, 
and corrupt his soul. He learned all this in NSA training. I don't think that uh, that Mormons are that closed off from reality. <laughs> no. no, I don't think so either. But it's just a funny kind of game. He knows what it is. So uh, I did want to give a shout out to Rodney Milsom. He went above and beyond and did some 3D printing models for us for like uh, dice towers initially, and we, I got some printed. And they're super awesome, but they only took tiny dice. And we didn't take them with us because they only took tiny dice. I just got them the day before, so I didn't want to mess them up. Should have taken them because we used tiny dice because Chaos Cup didn't have regular dice. But want to thank him for that, and he's done some other stuff that hopefully we're going to get printed and have for shows soon. And Just really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Anything else, fellas? Because I have one more thing. I said I wasn't probably going to do it this year, but I'm going to do it. Oh, God damn it. Yep. Going to go through team names? Team names. Team names at this Cast Cup might have been... Why are you doing this after shout-outs? Because. I just want to say the names and move on. Okay. So it's sort of like a shout-out. It's kind of like a shout-out, but I didn't even put the people's names who came up with these team names. Okay. So if you recognize your name, you get... Nothing. Both down approved name. For Chaos Cup. I didn't even take a percentage. I just wrote down the names I liked and would let in my league, and they're not. there's not a whole lot of them. There was 81 teams. So, in no particular order, uh, the, hop, um, the Hogtown Dirt Faces, I thought was a really funny name for an underworld team. You know, Hogtown. Sounds like a tribal thing. Uh, the Stompa Bay Necroneers. The Black Rock Whistle Pigs. They made the list last year. The Bruise Orc Jets. I thought that was a good, funny NFL pun name. Steve, your team made it. I can't pronounce the name, but the Nehekara. Nehekara. Nehekara Nightmares for a vampire team. And you spelled night like as in a night of mm-hmm. the round table instead of a nighttime. Right. Because it, and this will be different because my next team that I play is going to be an undead. And I got them from Extreme. They were the Naptown. Mm-hmm. Or, so keeping with his team affiliation with Annapolis, I'm going to be the Necropolis um, Nightmares with the N. Nice. Because all the guys have little N's on them. That's cool. Uh, The Darkland Massacre for a cast orc team like that. The Prague Soul Hunters made it. That's your team, Scott. Yeah, I've heard of them before. Uh, The Harlequins del Driscoll. The Harlequins of Driscoll made it. The Pro Elf team, Fernwood Dreadnoughts. Well, they probably don't know. They so made it last year, too. Were they actually Harlequin models? I did not see them. Okay. So That's if I, I did, that would probably really be all over that. The Norsha Vikings, the Stick River Shamblers, the Finn Derrick, I'm probably not saying that right, Dryads, which was a Wood Elf team, and then the Hammerapa Horrors, which was an undead team. So only about 16 teams made it this year. No Smoky Bay contenders? No, he changed his name to, like, the Nile City Sticklers. Oh. Which I don't know if that's a play on City Slickers. Might or, be a Sweden thing. Or a Nihilist. I don't know. I, oh. I have no idea. I also really like the team, the Poisonous Fish, for a goblin team. Because it sounds really stupid, and that's what goblins would do. That would be good for Sarge's team. Exactly. The uh, the gobbos that look like clowns. Exactly. Because you're thinking Joker Fish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Okay. So well, those teams made it. I'm just glad I made it. So 
you and Steve better make it every season because sometimes sometimes Steve doesn't make it. He'll come up with something and he'll justify I, it, and I hate it. I anguish about coming up with backstories for my teams so that they can be justified. I will stand behind the sight for sore eyes forever. Oh, that's a terrible name. It's an amazing name. And for the <laughs> sight for sore eyes for the sight for sore eye. Yeah, get it. It's oh, really funny. I, I nailed it. I yeah. It's a lizard man team. It, it absolutely works. Sure. Sure it does. And the winner of the most casualties for ogres yeah. was Marcus Keene. So, Marcus, when I see you next, oh, yeah. I have a prize for you. So, there you go. Speaking of contests, uh, since we had so many people enter this one. Marcus's ogre got six casualties, by the way. Damn. What was the next one? Like five uh, or four? I had a couple guys with five. Okay. So. Um. We're going to, if you check our Facebook and our Twitter, or either, doesn't matter, we have a Casualty Beast, which is our Nuff, Nuffleween mascot, and I decided it's time for him to have a name. So if you want, you can send a name to us, you can reply on Twitter, you can post on Facebook, anything you want. Harambe. And someone almost, has already done that. <laughs> and, and I knew that was going to happen. Since so. Steve is judging this, any kind of weird, crappy, dumb name might work. So far, Bat Billichit is right up there. That's a pretty <laughs> cool name. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Um, Bat Billichit? Yeah. Like Bill Belichick? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, dumb, but yes, I will be judging. And I think I'm going to go ahead and give away a second edition, third edition star player book. The yellow one. Oh. So I got an extra one. So you're giving that away to the winner of this contest. To the winner of the contest. Wow, that's fluffy. That's full of fluffiness. See, fluffy podcast, keeping it fluffy, with so many great Pete Nifton illustrations in there. As Absolutely. Well. So, you need to get him on the podcast. All right, I'll talk to him. He's, okay. my, he's my friend on he Facebook. Is. And Scott needs to get on Facebook. Never. Too much drama. No, I just don't. All my coworkers and shit are on there. I like to keep my personal life a little more private. Yeah, you don't you don't post shit to it. Yeah, yeah but it, it, when I was in it and everybody would tag me in crap, I'd be like, "Stop! Take those pictures down. I don't need evidence of what <laughs> you I'm can, doing." You can keep people week from week tagging basis, you. All right? right, you can keep people from tagging you. Anyways, doesn't matter. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna wrap this up. Wait, wait, wait. Nothing Before else? We go, yes. Did all ogres just have casualties or any of your snotlings? I had one snotling that had a casualty. Nice. Number 10, Wanker Blackrot. Nice. Boom. It's not both down approved. I'm the both down approved guy. I know you are. <laughs> I love it when people come to me and like, hey, what do you think this is both down approved? Who the fuck are you asking? Steve would approve everything. He'd I be still, like, okay. No, well, Steve has a different I criteria. I still maintain that you need a both down approved and then a Scott Prime Special edition approved. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Prime approved. Scott would allow this in the league. That's league approved. That's pretty fair. But, yeah, I guess that's it. All right, so we're going to say goodbyes, and we'll see everybody next year at Chaos Cup. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Thanks for being here. Yeah, was, should have had you on last year with the crazy adventures. No. <laughs> Once again, that prime reason why I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need any proof of what a, happened last year, and I deny it. That is a valid, valid reason, yes. All right. We'll talk to you guys later.
You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F A T F I N L E Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is Both Down approved, send a tweet to at BD approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Hit it! Folks, here's a story about Minnie the Moocha. She was a low-down hoochie-coochie. She was the roughest, toughest frail. But Minnie had a heart as big as a whale. Honey, 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 honey. About the king of Sweden He gave her things That she was needing He gave her a home Built of gold and steel A diamond car With the platinum wheels This is glue, strong stuff.